0: An artist. I don't... I meant entertainer. I don't see myself as an artist. I didn't even notice. It's the last friggin' word on the damn uh, behind the music. It's the last thing I said.
1: I remember, but I guess I didn't notice what words you used. I guess I thought I you said rock person. Something like that. <laughs> no, I
0: was saying that, you know, I hope that I'm remembered for doing all kinds of things. Right. Not just being a Twisted Sister. I hope that's one of the many things that people will remember me for. But I used the word artist and I didn't mean artist because I don't think what I do is art. I think what I do is entertain. Whether it's the band or in a movie or on TV or, or doing this show, it's an entertainment thing. It just sounds so pretentious to say artist. Did anybody say anything to you? Nobody said it. But it's just been sort of stuck in my mind and all of a sudden it just hit me this morning and I said, entertainer. Because I heard artist come out of my mouth and I said, artist? Who are you, Prince? Prince? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm the artist formerly known as D. Snyder. Now, so I'm going to see if I can go in there and loop for an entertainer.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but entertainer kind of sounds like a sideshow. You know what I mean?
0: Vaudeville. Yeah. And I'm an artist is pretentious, don't you think?
1: Well, you could have said musician, I guess.
0: No, but I was talking, no, but not if radio is not music.
1: No, but you you listed things. You said as that and as as doing radio and as doing movies, right? Right, I hope. So you could have um, said a musician an and, and yeah, a musician and a radio personality. No, and all, a all the projects, maker. That,
2: yeah, all the projects that you do fall under the category
0: of being an artist, I guess. Well, I you know, can use
1: that term really broadly.
0: Well, so far nobody's called me on it. I appreciate it. And
1: I didn't notice.
0: <laughs> Good. Well, maybe it's maybe it's sounded maybe it's not as potentially sounding as I think. But to me, when I first heard me saying it back i said why did you use that word you dick and i said well, what, what what word was they meaning to you what was i trying to say i mean you know christ light side considers himself an artist for god's sakes the guy works in crap <laughs> i i don't want to even sidle up next to that guy I hear he's got issues they heard i mean pierce Jeep wrote me an email Said that Light Side's having stomach issues lately, and all of his work is liquid.
1: No, I hadn't. Oh. Had.
0: <laughs> there's no, he's not no substance, no firmness, no. You know, how do you, I mean, how many, how many are, photos of diarrhea can you take, right, Doc, Yeah, this is true.
3: Did you know that he was having stomach issues? Yeah, he called me up the other night and told me that uh, his work has been put on hold temporarily while the water is uh, running through his system.
0: What will the art community do? I don't know. It's, it's. I think it's the pressure of actually someone like myself saying, "I want to, you know, give you a one-man show with your work." All of a sudden, the pressure's on. Goes right to the stomach. Nick, you know better than anybody. The juices in the stomach start flowing. Ulcers begin. <laughs> issues. Issues ensue. Oh, sure. And yeah. all your work. Is flush down the train. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep, that's the way it goes. Diarrhea don't not call a good light thing. side Mr. Softy for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and check this out. I'll, I'll keep Remind me keep telling people. Actually, I think what I'll be re- remembered for is the Shite story. That's going to be my legacy. Uh, uh, these stunner died today. You might remember he's the guy who told the Shite story, started the Shite story. Well, I'll tell you what's going on with that. You, you're not going to believe it, Beth. Did anybody tell her?
1: I already Nikki know. Nikki didn't tell her. Yeah. yeah. You
0: she already she know. Knows. Everybody knows. Well, you people don't know, so you'll have to wait a minute to find out. This is really pretty funny, actually. We've already put a link on my website to it. Oh, oh man. Going back. Whose choice is this this morning? Nick. Yeah. Old school. What are you feeling? What are you feeling? You angry?
2: Yeah. i definitely still an angry person.
0: Make a statement here? <laughs> as well, Yeah, as well as I can. Okay, good. It's D Snyder Radio. People wake up. It's Radio 104. Oops. Caught off guard. I'm reading the email there. D Nighter Radio, Radio 104. We're back. So, what i tell you is, and this is pretty freaking funny, is that there is already now... A game on the internet where you can fling poo at Dee Snyder <laughs> on stage. It's, it starts with a disclaimer. Have you seen the website, Beth? I know we, we have web issues here.
1: We don't have any internet access.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: we haven't um, had all morning, and we don't know when it will be back up. <laughs>
0: why should we we're one of the biggest corporations in the world Uh, it's wavehounds w-a-v-h-o-u-n-d-s dot com wavehounds which dark side is a website you might really like like they have a downloadable fart machine (coughs) they do apparently you can download it onto your desktop you know and do a little fart concerto yourself sweet yeah that's pretty nice you know certainly it's not a professional anything up to your professional standards but you know for the average Joe just right. have a some horns you can toot on your desktop down at the workplace. It's kind of nice. It's you like know? the at-home game. Around. Real yeah, to play around
3: with at the house.
0: Right, right. Yeah. And they have a downloadable uh, desktop dance by a stripper. They've got all kinds of good things there. But uh, they have fling poo with the uh, D. Snyder, and it starts with a disclaimer that basically says that uh, you know this is inspired by D's story on the VH1 special, the Shite Story. And uh we don't suggest actually doing this to the band because D or some of the other guys might hurt you. And uh <laughs> and uh basically they said, Hey, it's just fun but it's been a picture of twist sister on stage and they got a me that keeps walking by in different places and then you use your the target, and you fling it's actually flaming poo.
1: Is it really a picture of you or is it cartoon you?
0: No, they actually have a picture. It's from oh. the back cover of Come Out and Play the the little pictures they cut out I think I'd like to cartoon you now, no it wasn't a cartoon but the way it's moving around it's kind of cartoony oh that's good uh, anyway it's at wavehounds.com uh, uh, you know my kids love it <laughs> I mean how often do you get this fling crap at your dad you know and you get points every time you hit them <laughs> but I suggest it seems that the single throws don't react at least not on my computer you gotta do like a multiple like blah 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 plop to get to actually hit and score a point. Uh, Do wayfounds. they show com. it,
2: like, on the side of your face, like,
0: jumping off no. and stuff? Is it?
1: See, that's where a cartoon would come in handy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, this thing, first of all, they turned it around amazingly fast. It's mm-hmm. pretty simple. <laughs> and just when you, when I get hit, it dis- the, I disappear. i like, <laughs> I'm gone. And more keep coming. It's kind of like the, the ducks in a shooting gallery. Yeah. So, like at a time, you may have like three or four Ds crossing the stage at once. You know, going by, it. you're like flinging at them. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> can't that's, wait, can you, Nick? That's funny. We gotta get that internet back up in the
0: station. Yeah, like I said, the guy I'll be remembering as the guy who told the shite story. <laughs> that's what I say. Oh yeah, remember that shite story. Um, what else did I want to tell you? Oh, uh, oh, this is interesting. Well, I'm almost afraid to read this letter. Are you ready, Nick? Yeah, what's up? Subject <clears throat> Nick Longmeadow. D, I work for an insurance company. I just took a call from an insured who was moving to Massachusetts, more specifically, Longmeadow. Well, I started to chuckle a little and he asked why I was laughing. I said that I listened to a radio station in the morning, and Nick from the radio station from Radio 104 is from Longmeadow. He informed me that Nick was from the ghetto of Longmeadow, from the very beginning of Longmeadow. Not that the very exclusive Longmeadow would admit to having a ghetto or a lower-income area, but they're only lower with their only lower-priced houses and the seedy side of town is right where Nick is from. I thought that was funny. Jeez, Nick, might as well be from Enfield <laughs> or East Hartford. Uh, keep up the good work Donna from Cheshire is that true are you from the fringe of Longmeadow no we're not on the outskirts you're not from the ghetto of Longmeadow I yep, mean, you told the, me yourself that you had to work jobs you didn't have a BMW or a Mercedes you well know, yeah kind my, of my, speaks d- go ahead yeah my dad's
2: not a doctor or a lawyer you know he's a sales guy so this is how does a, a struggle sales guy
0: I- get into the the heart the of gates. Longmeadow
2: hey yeah. through the gates. Through the gates.
0: Well, my, it, my parents. you be on the edge. Yeah,
2: my parents bought a home there a long time ago. So yeah, but yeah, you have to drive through some of the outskirts, and you have to come through Renfield and drive some of the outskirts to get to where my house is. But um, yeah, the ghetto part of Longmeadow. I don't know how this person would know where I live. You know. So,
0: so you, so you deny?
1: Oh, sure. I can't imagine you, that it's a bad ghetto-type areas. It can't be what I think of when I think of ghetto. Darkseid's seen my house.
0: Yeah,
3: it's um, close to Enfield, but if that's ghetto, <laughs> oh, seriously.
1: <God>. <laughs> Come over to New Britain. Oh,
3: yeah, head to New Britain and check out ghetto.
0: So so, uh, so you're saying, it? it now you, Darkseid, say it appears to be on the outskirts of Long Meadow.
3: It's close. It's a stone throw away from Enfield. Mm. Yeah, it is. Nicholas. Um, I mean, driving down the street, he's like, if you look to the right... We're driving along the border of Enfield, yeah. and it's like right there, and then uh, we take a left. Well, and we're downs. not like
2: 100 yards from the border, <laughs> I would say. Can we're you see about, Enfield
1: um. from the house, Darkside? N-
3: no, you can't. Actually, <laughs> you can see are big trees and a swimming pool, so that's yeah, the part that's where, where I say, no, it's not ghetto. Yeah.
2: No, it's, uh, my house is about... <sighs> five miles ten miles no, from the border no
3: it's a lot closer than that buddy
2: dude no it's not I know exactly where I live it's well, at yeah. least five miles to the border
0: <laughs> five miles is, is long yeah that's long that's yeah, long yeah I know so, you so not to that- uh, acknowledge there is a less expensive part of Longmeadow
2: well, um, there are a few streets, yes, but like I said, they're the outskirts of the town. Yeah, And definitely. that's not you? No, I'm not on the outskirts of Longmeadow,
4: no.
1: Not that that would be a problem. Even living in Enfield is okay, Nick. No, it's not.
2: (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, the people who live on the border in Longmeadow aren't shunned, but, I mean, there are certain stores that they're not let into and stuff (laughs) in
0: the inner part of the town. Shunned. Like, the Indians have the caste system. They've got the caste system in Longmeadow. The border people, they're untouchables. They're they're technically Longmeadowians, but...
2: Yeah, just no. like any other town though, there are people in town. There's parts of town where yeah, the houses go for, you know, over a million, but I mean, you know, there are other parts of town where, you know
1: Only the in, in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So
2: Oh, unfortunately, oh I didn't
0: realize it was that, a lower income
2: but, area. Yeah, unfortunately <laughs> we're on that lower end, yeah. You
0: know. oh. No. So, okay. Well all right just checking so um, so yeah, this whoever, guy was just th- well, he was probably just him, he was probably much like yourself when he heard somebody chuckling <laughs> at Long Meadow and mentioning that an entertainer <laughs> was from there <laughs> he immediately uh, he said excuse me wait a minute he must be from the from, ghetto of Long Meadow exactly. the ghetto of long with <laughs> <and> a nice <laughs> ring to it <laughs> Long Meadow ghetto <laughs> okay but uh, he, missed, he just assumed. You just yeah. assumed. That's right. Well, uh, big show today. It's Friday. Always exciting for a Friday. I've got my work cut out for me. I'm a very short weekend. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm Leave like early tomorrow morning for Minnesota, for the Minnesota State Fair, where I'll be. Uh, they have the House of Hair and a couple of cities there, and I'll be making an appearance. So I'll spend my Saturday signing autographs and uh, doing a kind of stuff i do around here uh uh there's a win lunch with d snyder that's the first thing i'll hit uh, 20 people will be there and a bunch of interviews and television things and then go and sign autographs at the fair are you singing no no oh. i'm not singing there was it was contemplated because originally the glam slam metal jam was supposed to be there mm-hmm. and uh you, you you know i think you told the story or i told the story that bobby Dahl yeah had a back injury And uh, so they've pulled off the tour, and David Lee Roth is filled in. Now, David's been, uh, is it conspicuously absent over the past few years? I haven't seen Uh, him. I hope he's been getting, uh, you know, like a weave or something, because it's just, I mean, losing your hair is only a natural thing, and and I got no problem with that. It's just tough for people. With, you know, with a swinging dick like David Lee Roth. I mean, you, you look up the word cock rocker and you find his picture there, you know, and it uh, started thinning. It just, it wasn't, this wasn't able to sell just a gigolo like he hmm. he had in the day. Did you pick that up towards the, his later records and stuff like that? It started to lose that sort of believability?
1: It wasn't the same David Lee that I he, loved yeah. back then.
0: Yeah, seemed more of David Roth
1: You know, than David Lee Roth <laughs> Dave Roth,
0: Roth. <laughs> Dave Roth And, uh, and you know, kind of lecherous you yeah, know, Like a dirty yeah. old guy drooling over some girls Like, cut it out, man Creep me out So he's out there playing again So I, I don't know I'll report back if I see him
2: He looked older when he, when he was with Van Halen back Early in the 80s, I thought Always look older So now he must look
0: awful he looked great in the day. Are you kidding? I, I think you were so wrong. like, David, man, chicks is just, I mean, Beth would have given it up. No, I got to tell you, long. I never. Come on, you would have, sister.
1: I liked their music, but I never thought any of the guys in the band was attractive.
0: No? mm uh-uh. The ice cream man? No. <laughs> cream. No way. <laughs> Stop him he, when you're him. You, he's huh? not
1: my type. You know that. <laughs>
0: Even in the cover of Rolling Stone, we had the little G string on and sitting there in the bathrobe. No, I think that would creep me out. Wasted.
5: Come on, come on!
1: No, I separated their music from their looks. Come I on, give me a break. Michael Anthony, that guy. Oh, not is Michael Anthony! He looked like a fullback for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> he separated at birth from Sean. No Anthony. kidding! Come on! Same exact same physique.
0: Yeah, it's Alex Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> look at the word cretinous, and there's Alex's picture.
1: Really good drummer, and Eddie can play guitar. Like oh, come
0: on, Nice smile. You like Eddie's smile? He creeped
1: me out a little. And, uh, no, I'm David Lee Roth. I always kind of found him a little... I was really young. When 1984 came out, I was, I was in eighth grade.
0: Just reaching your sexual prime, as far as I was concerned. <laughs> 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 what was, was this at, ninth? Uh, <laughs> uh oh, this is where he kicks it Beth.
6: Well, I'm usually passing by just about 11 o'clock. I mean, when this song bad? came
1: out, D, I didn't know I'm what he was talking about. When this song came out, I thought he was You're talking about ice, ice cream. <laughs> 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 like the Hoodsy truck. <laughs>
4: the Hoodsy truck. <laughs>
1: Now, of course, as I'm older, I know that he's not telling you about toasted almond and the Italian ice. But he's got push-ups. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, what are we doing on today's program? Ah, uh, the final installment of Moonshot Behind the Music, part five. We're going to really find out what happened to the band. I can only assume since shortly thereafter, Darkseid started working overnights at MRQ, Things got pretty ugly. <laughs> and we'll find out about that in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, interview with Shannon Elizabeth of American Pie fame, now starring in the movie Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, which is opening this weekend. And I can announce that comfortably, confidently, knowing that we have a tape in the can that said wasn't it just yesterday that Nick erased the tape we had in the can <laughs> <laughs> on something else we, I announced uh, no Dave hit the button and deleted it I'm <laughs> no, like oh great <laughs> crickets chirping once again being sabotaged by my own people uh, entertainment news Beth gathers mm-hmm. her entertainment news like she's gathering crops in the garden gathering flowers gathering, gathering little flowers to share with you What the hell's going on this weekend? We're going to fill you in. Plenty going on this weekend as summer winds down. Uh, And all the usual shenanigans that you've come to know and expect from D. Snyder Radio. Including the recap, which is coming up next. And it's a recap of an interview we did with Sully from Godsmack. We played it yesterday, later in the show. And it was a good one. We thought we would uh, entertain you with it this morning, let you hear it. Especially since they just played last night. and. Uh, the, the peeps are, have notified me that they were p- paying mad props to Twisted Sister and Dee Snyder last night. Carrie from Windsor says they sang We're Not Gonna Take It. And the audience sang right along. And Doc B informs me that basically they did a medley of 80s rock songs. So they want to test your what kind of a metal head you are. And they opened up We're Not Gonna Take It. And uh, the crowd went mental
1: doc b went to godsmack huh
0: doc b rocks he does you don't think that what do you think has that mullet for nothing
1: (laughs) i guess he needs it for those occasions he's gonna be
0: at the damn minnesota fair doing at the the pie eating contest for god's (laughs) sake he's a doctor yeah sure but does that mean can you be a headbanger too beth You sure can you sure can doc b is so uh that was cool they included me in their little little thing there last night, and apparently it was a great show. People were raving about the show last night, and our own guys were down there—Carlito and Chaz, uh, Wilcow. Uh, everybody was there, so it's a good night down at the Meadows. Taking a break, coming back, get into the recap. Also, uh, just continuing reaction to behind the music as the airwaves, as expected, are being bombarded. With behind the music, boy, were they really? You get so much coverage with that damn thing; it's insane. How much they play those? And I knew that, but still, Suzette said to me yesterday, she said, "Is everybody watch that show?" Because I'm getting everywhere I go, people are saying, "So your husband on behind the music? So do on behind the music?" You know? And I said, "Well, it's partially that everybody watches it, and it's also partially that you can't get away from it." How many other programs, or other, I should say, not programs, but other networks do you know that do that kind of placement with their material where they they play it over and over in different time slots and just hammer you with it nobody that connie chung interview last night it'll be seen once
4: mm-hmm.
0: maybe some highlights will be played that's it if that connie chung interview with uh congress it was done with on, on mtv or vh1 <laughs> <laughs> you, everybody would see it. It would be on for the entire week, and all different. You just over and over and over. You play it again and again, much to Gary's chagrin. But anyway, I'm happy that they're playing it, and reaction seems pretty good to it overall. So we'll take a break. Come back. The recap is next. This is D sider Radio. It's Radio 104. We've got a problem there it needs to be cleaned out.
7: Hey D, what's up, man? This is Mike with Stay. Good morning, Sunshine. My peeps are here. What's
8: DDD Snider. I'm in your corner. I can see that.
7: Radio 104. <laughs> now back to D Snyder Radio.
0: I'm trying to convince people that this is actually happening. On Radio
4: 104.
0: Did you just hear, hear that commercial from Madonna's Drowned World Tour from her hometown of Detroit? On HBO. That's got to be, like, the rose. Did you see the rose? Uh, yes. And when she went back to her hometown, she running running, like, the football uh, team that she flated and stuff. It was like, Madonna's going to be out there looking at, like, hundreds of guys that she's had sex with over the years. I hear she was a hoe. Did you? But, I mean, yeah, that's where it has it. Does it surprise you?
1: Uh, no, I know she left town. When she was still a
0: teenager, I think. I think she was ran out of town on a rail. <laughs> they were, everybody. She was used up and stuff. Hoo-ah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just, uh, I'll, you know what I'll do before we hit the uh, recap and actually we'll get a little traffic going as well, <clears throat> is a few, uh, a few quick reactions to things. I'm trying to get through this stuff because so many reactions to behind the music and people were uh, definitely uh, affected by it, which is kind of cool. D, I happened to catch behind the music the other night, but notice they left out what was probably the most traumatic event in the history of Twisted Sister. That's right. I'm talking about the Royds incident. <laughs> maybe there wasn't enough time and it ended up on the cutting room floor, but man, it would have been way cool to hear the rest of the band tell their side of the story. Talk about ratings. Rock out with your Royd out. Nick from Deep River, not Nick Lantino.
1: Well, maybe if they had just a specific D Snyder behind the music, they would have been able to fit that
0: yeah get more into the whole Royd and how that affected my career i mean i think that's when the first time i started thinking about the title i'm not going to take it uh michael from shelton says i enjoyed the behind the music special but I didn't go back as far as i'd hoped what i really wanted to hear was some early tape of you as a classically trained countertenor <laughs> do you have any recordings of recitals that you could play for us i don't think so
1: and you don't think you can sing like that anymore
0: for years, my parents used to embarrass me by playing this tape of me singing uh, Godspell, uh, a song from Godspell. But um, I was wondering if it singing Strike the Vial or something like that, one of those classic solo pieces that I did. If I ever find one, I'll, I promise I'll humiliate myself. <laughs> I'm not above that I do it every day Chris writes it was odd watching the behind the music you were so serious I mean of course you were since you were talking about your dreams and passion for listening to you every, but listening to you every morning and seeing how normal and I use the term loosely you are it was weird seeing you as a huge rock star slash megalomaniac and thanks for giving me a reason to be proud of the wonderful state of Connecticut another reason
1: did you tear up at one point it looks like you were tearing up when you were
0: teared? talking about having that job? No. No? Okay. No, 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 no. I was wearing the shades, first of all, but you sort of sensed it.
1: In your voice?
0: No. No. Probably the closest I came is, uh, I mean, if I was like a little like clamped uh, was when I said, you know, losing Mendoza as my best friend, mm-hmm. um, I felt bad about that. I might have been a little clamped. not teared. Okay. Don't get crazy. Uh, dear D Man, uh, as I'm watching Twisted Sister behind music, I see one of my all-time heroes. Not take, take anything away from you and oh, and the SMF crew, but Big John was a roadie for you. That alone makes you one of the most my one of my most looked-up-to peeps. Uh, Big John, this guy knows is from a band called The Exploited, and they never mentioned that, which were a pretty big punk band, especially over in Europe. Yeah, I know all those guys, Waddy, Gary, Drew Sticks. uh, Drew Sticks, by the way, Gary was uh, another roadie for the band on that show. Anyway, now I'm a god because I know these guys. If I was not a god before, I was from Sloshua, 75, in West Haven. And the last letter is not about behind the music, but it's a goodbye. Beth, it's a goodbye. It says, Dear D and the rest of the morning show, it is with heavy heart that I write this email. Having been a faithful peep for just over two years now, I will no longer be able to listen to your show as I am moving to Rochester, New York on Monday. I wanted to say thanks to you guys for providing me with hours of laughter as I drove to work every morning. To Beth, congratulations on your impending nuptials. Thank you. I hope you and Glenn will be very happy together. To Darkside, best of luck to you and your family. May Connor grow up to have your sexy voice and sense of humor without inheriting the Wookiee's fur or flatulence. (laughs) Thanks. To Nick, I know the urge is almost irresistible to you, but try not to shove anything else up your butt or ingest your own bodily fluids. Or if you do, at least wait until after syndication. I'd hate to miss it. And to Dee, what can I say? I can't wait for you to go coast to coast. For though your show still plays to the lowest common denominator, (laughs) as most morning shows do, you yourself have an intelligence, a dignity, an awareness, a charisma even, that transcends the bathroom humor and makes your show more than any other I've heard worth listening to. Goodbye and thank you sincerely, Casey Odenbach. Oh. Yep, Casey's the one who won 10 grand. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, she's yeah, moving on
1: up to Rochester.
0: Moving on up to Rochester, nice town. A little cold in the winter, uh, Casey. But Casey, we're going to be streaming, like I said, any day now, and uh, and it's just a matter of time before Design Radio is everywhere, and you will be there first. So start laying the groundwork, lay the sand, as I like to say. Prepare Rochester for what is D. Snyder Radio, the morning show. All right, let's get a traffic update, then we'll listen to uh, Sully, I don't know, wax philosophical about, about uh, what guy he would sleep with <laughs> if he had to. All right. Uh, Psycho Dan, what's going on?
9: All right. This traffic report is brought to you by the Center for Culinary Arts in Cromwell. All right. Very quiet out there. A uh, similar start to your Friday morning. Like every week, 84 east and west. No problems out there. 91 north and south. Delay free. Route 2 is a smooth ride. Even New Haven traffic looks really good right now. 91 south, no problems. 95 south, uh, nothing really to report. Even getting down to the Q Bridge, that's wide open. Traveling on Route 8 through Waterbury, it's a smooth ride. At 646, I'm Psycho Dan with this modern and Report on Radio. 104.
0: All right. Let's fire it up. Like I said, we talked to Sully from Godsmack the other day. They had a big show last night. Uh, they were kind enough to play a little. We're not going to take it for the crowd. And uh, it was a pretty good interview, so enjoy. This is D Snider Radio. It's Radio 104. Sully from Godsmack. How you doing, man? What's up, bro? How are you? It's D and Beth. I'm <laughs> hey, good. How are you? It- Good. I don't know, man. I feel like that. This guy is like uh, this is my, my almost my. He was my first interview actually. Before I, they even announced, I was going to be hosting the morning show here at Radio 104 I interviewed Godsmack at Ozfest. You remember Sully sitting back there in the bench? You know
5: what I barely remember it because I had some throat problems that day, so I was hitting the crown pretty hard, and I was wasted. <laughs> <laughs> the interview, but I just remember them picking me up off the sidewalk and pulling me over there
0: before we did it. I'm talking to you, we've, been, we've talked like a few times already. I don't want to talk about all the normal stuff. We'll Be sure we have to say a few things. One, new CD's called Awake. Two, new single is Bad Magic. And three, you're playing the ctnow.com Meadows Music Theater on Thursday, August 23rd with the Def Tones and Puddle of Mud. That is a killer, Bill. Yeah, it really
5: is
0: a good one. Actually, I haven't heard Puddle of Mud yet. How are they?
5: Oh, you're gonna love them. They're, well, did you like the like Nirvana and stuff like that? Sure. They're like the modern day Nirvana. They 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 even have some similarities to them, but they're really good. I mean, I um, got an advanced copy from Fred when, after he signed the band, and now you know I think the record's coming out soon. But um, they're really good, man. They they grew on me a lot, and the crowds really digging them. So uh, it's it's just got a good bite to their music. It's it's that kind of Nirvana-ish feel, though, you know.
0: You say Fred? You mean the lead singer of the B52s? Correct. No, Durst. <laughs> Oh, Fred Durst. Oh, <laughs> Fred Durst. Oh, this is another one of Fred Durst's signings. Yeah,
5: Fred Durst signed this band.
0: Is Fred? I was just I was wondering about that actually. I remember. Uh, I'm trying not to talk all about me, Beth. So, uh, but I do remember <laughs> in the day there were pe- bands I had really good relationships with, and bands like that I wanted to choke the life out of. Yeah. D- d- would you? Uh, are the Limp Biscuit guys on the good relationship side? Or the choking
5: relationship?
0: <laughs> no, no. The, well, who would you who would you put in those categories if you feel comfortable saying that? Uh, Who's band you get along really well with?
5: Well, I'll tell you, the bands that we've really got close to um, was uh, it's like Pantera. They become really you know like brothers to us. I mean, we hang out with them all the time. Oh, that's um, great, and and that, it is great because we grew up listening to them. And I recently got to meet Alice Men finally after following them for twenty one years, and they couldn't have been any cooler, you know.
0: Oh, they are—they are grateful. You know what I mean. They like came back from the dead, and they're so cool. Those guys, and they're Boston. They're from your home.
5: Yeah, and it's so great because I mean the band is doing really well in Boston, and you know they could easily easily had an attitude with us or whatever. Maybe you know it's somewhat competitive or whatever, but. Uh, ultimately, you know, I've been listening. I mean, Alice Smith Rocks was the first record I ever bought. Last Child was the first song I ever smoked a joint to. Not that I do drugs anymore, but I mean, it was that kind of vibe. I grew up with them, and I listened and watched them go up, down, sideways, and back up again. And it would have just been, it it was so good to have them not let us down when we finally get to meet our childhood heroes, you know?
0: They are definitely cool guys. I mean, I don't want to go back when I'm meeting those guys, but is there a band that you don't like. Now that's not I mean musically. I mean like personally. I-, I had a problem with two bands back in the eighties, Hanoi Rocks and Man of War. <laughs> and I literally was going to drag them off the stage and beat them in front of their own crowd.
5: See that you and the singer for Man of War going at it, that'd be a good one. <laughs> i like to see that.
0: That's old school, man.
5: I was never a big fan of either one of those guys, so
0: well, no, no, don't look at me to say. No, dude, I'm cool with that. No, but is there a band that, you know, you guys have butted heads with over the years? Not really. I mean,
5: we're pretty low-key. We we mind our own business. We try to... Yeah, Twisted sister, sister was, too. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, there is bands out there that just have bad attitudes. I really don't want to name them because I'm not about that. But, you know, okay. ultimately, I think it's just how people handle their own success. And, uh... I mean, as far as us, we've never really lost sight. And I'm sure it's the same way you've done it, too, throughout your years, that we're here because of the fans, and we're here because of the people. And we always keep our heads in check with that, because it's really important to us. And we've learned from bands that if anyone you know, um, can get away with copying an attitude, it would be bands like Alice Smith and stuff like that. And yet they've been doing it 30 years and they still do their meet and greets and they still take time to take pictures and sign stuff. And that is what I really respect in this this industry. It's so easy for these young bands to go out, have a hit record, make millions of dollars, and then, you know, act like they don't stink and not talk to anybody or just be rude about it or quick and very impersonal and I, I just I don't know I'm a people person I'm still a Sully?
0: Fan, you know Sully from Godsmack you're a wise man and I mean that seriously you know what too a lot of people don't get that they don't pick up on that they're not bright enough to observe what you're observing and it's uh, it's, it's good to hear man
5: the day that I get like that I'll I'll just stop playing and I'll go into something else because I just don't want to ever let down Kids like that. I know how much it broke my heart, you know, to meet someone that you looked up to and then they just kind of jerk. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just not about that, man. And I don't know. That's I cool, Solly. Mind myself of that.
0: We've been, we do a thing on our show called hypothetically, where people uh, send us hypothetical situations, and we sort of, you know, talk about them a little bit. And we had a few hypothetical situations today, and I want to run them past you and get your reaction to them. Okay. All right. Sure. Okay. Here we go. Your old lady's cheating on you. This is hypothetical. I'm not breaking any news. Your old lady's cheating on you. Do you want to be, and your buddy knows or some family member knows, do you want them to tell you or do you want to not? rather not know?
5: No, I want to
0: know. You want to <laughs> know? Yeah, oh, yeah, See, definitely. Everybody, Beth did a story today and it said that most people don't want to know. And that's me. I don't want to know. But everybody else said they wanted to know. Me too.
5: Well, I want to know for one because I'd like to give her the boot. And for two, I'd like to know if she's the one <laughs> fing her.
0: Oh, so it's your friend now. I got news for you, man. Somebody's having sex with your old lady. Okay, question two. This is a total hypothetical question. Hypothetical. And I'll tell you my answer first, okay? Okay, question was, if you had to sleep with a guy, had to, who would it be? I said Bon Jovi because I always would like to really give it to that little son of a bitch. Okay? (laughs) <laughs> so,
5: <f-ing> brutal, man.
0: <laughs> so, who, if you had to, my first choice was Brad Pitt, because he's kind of pretty. If you had to, who would it be?
5: Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you want the normal questions?
5: That's terrible. That's like kind of saying that I would... Possibly consider f-ing a guy.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. We all answered the question. Beth said it would be who'd you say you would sleep with? I said best? Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. And God
5: bless <laughs> you for saying that. I was, I just want to be there. Can I be the guy instead of f-ing a guy to be there to witness that?
1: <laughs> That's what Nick said. Uh, I don't Nick think it's ever going to happen, but <laughs> if it does, I guess
0: we'll have an audience. <laughs> okay.
5: Oh, my God. Uh. I just can't even get into this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll let you off the hook. Okay, because you have to do a concert. Okay, last one I know you can answer one way or the other, but you got to give First, I thought this was a real geek question, but then I thought it was real good. If you could have one, which would it be? The lightsaber from Star Wars or that skateboard from Back to the Future, the one that doesn't have wheels?
5: I would probably go with... Well, what was your answer? You said you were going to tell
0: me yours first. Okay, well, first I said you know what, realistically, I can't really chop anybody up with a lightsaber, so I don't have a lot of use for it, so I said, I get more use out of the flying skateboard, but then Nick said, yeah, but you walk around with that thing just hooked on your belt, like, dangling there, and people see you got a lightsaber, light, <laughs> lightsaber that's really going to, like, blow people's minds, you know?
5: Yeah.
0: No it, one's an F with you. It's a
5: pretty amazing weapon, but um, <laughs> I, I think I would have to go with the skateboard myself, because I think I'd, I'm, I'm more into sports and activities and stuff, so...
0: That would be so sweet. That skateboard. Uh,
5: I'd, have, I'd rather have the DeLorean to be honest with you. <laughs> <Take the> skateboard.
0: <laughs> I like the the DeLorean. Looks great, but it doesn't really go very. F- they only have like six cylinder engines in them. Bet they weren't very fast cars. Yeah, so but this. Back to
1: the future. Yeah, this one can actually go through
0: time, D Oh, that's true. Are oh, you talking about the Back to the Future one? What do you drive? Do you, you, you know, now you got a couple of bucks. Do you Drive anything interesting?
5: I no. I have a, well. I have a Harley that's pretty tricked out, but I have. A, oh. I drive a Ford F three fifty.
0: Oh, truck guy.
5: Yeah, I like you. Right name. on. I live in New England, so <laughs> it's not
0: like that. Oh, no, I, I'm truck guy, too. I've had tons of trucks, Broncos. i got SUVs now as well. We're talking with Sully from Godsmack. Uh, the new album's called Awake. The singles, Bad Magic. They're playing at the ctnow.com Meadows Music Theater on Thursday, August 23rd with the Deftones and Puddle of Mud. Sully, thanks a lot for calling. It's a show, man. You got it. It's great talking to you, bro. Take care of yourself, all right? All right. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. You know what I forgot? What's up? We're back. There was a title to that. That one.
1: Oh, to so the recap.
0: Yeah, we always have titles. Mm-hmm. That one was entitled, um, When Mr. Lentino Takes a Shower, His Feet Never Get Wet.
1: That's so funny. I didn't hear any reference to that what? in the interview. Why are we well, taking... Well, the titles sh- often <laughs>
2: oh, wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Why, why are we taking
0: shots at my father? He, you know, where's That's this coming from? I don't know, it says it right here, look. It's in Darkseid's handwriting, but it says it right here. When Mr. Lentino takes a shower, his feet never get wet. It's the title of the recap. Uh, we are going to have some problems then.
4: <laughs> well, was either
0: that or I mean, you know, Mr. Len- when Mr. Lentino gets his shoe shined, he has to take the guy's word for it. <laughs>
4: he needs to run his <laughs> ass around a few yeah, times. Yeah,
2: well, you guys push him to a point. Um, he doesn't... Um, he snapped before, and he'll yeah, do it again. Yeah.
1: That's what you're saying.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't care if it's a medium black tee or one of dark side's gross, ugly shirts that he hasn't washed in a few months. He'll rip them right off you.
4: <laughs>
2: you don't want that dark side. No, you don't want... You don't make-
1: want that dark side. okay? I
2: mean, my dad might be fun-loving and joking and stuff, but you get him to the point and the guy Jovial. Gets, do you yeah.
0: mean Jovial? Yeah, Jovial. Jolly. Yeah. And then the guy gets... Jovial. <laughs> 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 that reminds me, God, Christmas is around the corner, yeah? Um. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you just wait.
2: <laughs> I don't even have to defend him. He'll
0: defend himself. He'll come in. La- La- D- laugh
1: D- now, cry later, yeah. Dark Side D- Oh, so
0: it's okay. It's okay for Nick to, to the trash uh, Dark Side Dave's dad, but the reverse is not acceptable.
1: I think he's just trying to help you because you. We'll feel the rage Anna, on, huh? <laughs> at some
0: point. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Dark said, "You wait a second, my dad is about 40-something years older than you. Still kick your ass, and your
0: stomach is actually competing with his. It's coming pretty close. You know? What? No, uh, it's not. Dog's like stomach isn't nearly close. His breast, maybe, but not his stomach. <laughs> <coughs> hey, let me tell you about 104 Fest. It is, it is upon us, people. My God, is it a, a week from Monday? No. Uh yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Is.
2: Yeah.
1: Time summer's,
2: flies. Yeah, summer's over. That's freaking me out, man. Yeah,
1: you're totally telling me. me I, you're telling me. September's here, is freaking me out i gotta oh, get a yes.
0: lot of stuff done before the 22nd of september <laughs> no longer be <will> <laughs> a single girl all right well anyways that's it monday september 3rd labor day is radio 104 fest people have been waiting for it well it's finally here 25 bands for 25 bucks blink 182 saliva alien ant farm Sum 41 crystal method dave navarro Local legends like Fault Line and Throne and Facing Sideways. Tickets are available through AllTickets.com. Tickets.com locations, medals, box office, strawberries, coconuts, LaSalle music. You can charge by phone at 203-265-1501 or purchase online at Radio104.com or be calling number 10 right now to 860-666-4444 and you'll win a pair of tickets. It's that easy. Join the party. We're going to be there the whole day. Signing autographs, bringing the bands on, enjoying festivities, waving a fond farewell to summer, okay? Call now, win tickets, it's that simple. Coming up next on D-Snyder Radio, we got behind the music, part Mm 5V, the final installment, what really happened to the band in the final breakup. And also, some news for you as well. So stick around for more D-Snyder Radio, people. This is Radio 104.
7: WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. D. Snyder Radio. Oh,
1: what better way to celebrate? On
7: Radio 104. And <laughs> Now back to D. Snyder Radio. <laughs> On Radio 104. Get back!
0: It has been a while since we had a family feud now. A couple weeks? Yeah, I'm missing it. Yeah, it kind of makes you savor it just that much more. Monday we're having one. We must have a really sweet sampling from the peeps at this point. Questions have been posted for a couple weeks at Radio104.com, haven't they, Nick? Yeah, about a week and a half. Yeah. At least. Well, head on over there. What did you say, Nick?
7: Uh, Oh, at least. He's just stumbling at
0: least. Okay. Uh, Head on over there. The more the merrier. The peeps, poll Survey questions. Important issues on the minds of all d Radio listeners for Monday's Family Feud. Okay. Got some reaction here. Moonshile Part 5, the final installment coming up. News. Traffic. Everything you want to know. And interesting banter. Okay, some quick thank yous. People write to me at Captain Howdy at ClearChannel.com. And just want to tell uh, Teddy rebel rebel i'll try and check it out ma'am and uh jim in meriden loyal listener to another morning show until he saw the radio 104 uh morning show at the wolfpack game last year and nick got his ass kicked by sonar since that time loyal listener
1: sonar was walking the streets downtown yesterday Nick. good thing you didn't come across him. (laughs) oh really yeah they're all out there rocky the rock cat sonar the alligator from the navigators. I don't know what you would have done. What was the mascot I there? I think I saw Arthur yeah, the Aardvark. But,
9: the yeah, library you, had this
1: the library had this huge character thing going on downtown. Oh man. If you had gone down there it would have been go time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. but what is it? Wood? He's our mascot. I know. Sure. He doesn't have a suit or anything, <laughs> but <laughs> but he's our mascot. <laughs> James Morrison, Greenport, Long Island glad you're still listening bro he met me a couple of years ago he says i was a little offstandish but he was a bit drunk at the time. <laughs> he has my favorite people to meet people drunk and sloppy but maybe next time we'll meet again uh todd from bristol thanks very much eric and do, 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 from toxic shock i do remember that name how you doing all right regarding behind the music mike from long island says d i've been a fan since the hammerheads days this is talking back to the seventies, Beth. I just wanted to tell you that the show gave me chills up my spine. But what happened gave everybody else chills too, but for different reasons. Mm. What happened behind the scenes is one thing, but the power of the music and the live shows had no equal. Damn it, all right. Hello to you all, D. I heard you talk about having a deviated septum at some point and having some work done. Uh, well, judging by how tight your freaking pants were, I bet you had a deviated scrotum as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man nobody see everybody noticed you couldn't help but notice (laughs) dark side i'm sure you even noticed and i know you try to avoid looking at that at all costs
3: Uh, yeah i was grossed out
0: see top oh yeah will cow told me he was just mouth on the floor with some of the outfits and things like that. You are such a homophobe dude, dude you've grown been. a lot you've grown a lot, but you're still amazing but you've, you've you're better I mean even just the other, the other day that you could even could say Axl Rose and right. that was pretty that was pretty amazing <laughs> I thought you were gonna completely freeze up <laughs> buh, 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 yeah. buh, 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 buh. relax dark side uh top things p- five things people might have learned from Twisted Sister behind the music Mm. number five don't piss off Mendoza number four Eddie Oceta has worse hair than Gene Simmons Mm. (laughs) I I didn't notice that but it just it really doesn't look that bad in real life number three if you want to find Mudbone look for the TV camera it's true Uh, number two the future of Mrs. Electric is smoking oh thank you and number one now we really know what made Suzette attracted to D can you say Armadillo that's <laughs> Al from Meriden Dude. D uh, uh, DPS congrats on the biggest comeback since Bob Dole on Viagra <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Gabby the bitch got his rights to say uh, D I was listening the other morning before best news report uh, the one before six o'clock and they played that awful D12 song that's purple purple hills, purple pills. Yeah, dark
1: side and I were sitting in here and yeah <laughs> he was saying can i should i cut this should i just cut this and i said just play some toilet
0: stuff <laughs> oh, yeah. well she says what made it tolerable was Darkside working his magic once again i was trying not to listen when i thought i heard the sound of someone dry heaving i perked my ears up and heard a toilet flushing then a chant of suck suck <laughs> suck i was dying and that's when Ben sta- Be- when ben beth started her news i thought i heard the slightest tinge of amusement in her voice oh
1: yeah we were yeah. laughing the dry heaving may have been that you potted up my mic early. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's from Gabby the Bitch Goddess. I
1: don't get that song or
0: why we're playing it, but
1: hey, I guess some people must like it.
0: Trying to compete with that other station, the news station in town. Oh. I don't think that's going to do it. No. Uh, okay, on to Moonchild behind the music. Clark's brother says, D, I've been absolutely captivated by the Moonchild behind the music. All the twists, turns, farts, and stinky feet has kept me on the edge of my seat. I can't wait to hear the final installment. Until then, I can only guess what caused Moonchild to really go down with balls on fire. One question, is Moonchild planning a reunion tour? Dark side?
3: No. I-, I don't see that happening anytime soon, I don't think. There was some talk, right? Yeah, I've been hanging with the guys a little bit more, and uh, you know, I just don't think it's going to happen. What now. if the
1: pool hall came forward with an offer you couldn't refuse?
3: No, see, that pool hall's closed down for the past couple of years.
0: Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't. I just don't have the time. I don't think
0: you sound like me man yeah um, and here's a subject beyond the music Moonchild day 3 more intriguing insight into the phenomenon known as Moonchild. also more insight into the psychosis of the writer unfortunately there are now more questions than answers looking forward to day 4 and a possible breakthrough yours truly Matt from Agawam's therapist mm. writing in and the last letter subject beyond the music part 4 ARF this is from Matt from Agawam's dog <laughs> Very impressive. He could actually use the internet. Um, Matt from being the author of Moonchild Behind the Music. Well, let's get a traffic update before we get into Moonchild Behind the Music. Psycho, Dan what's going on? Well, without any further ado, the final installment. This should answer all the questions. Moonchild Behind the Music, Part Five. <laughs>
6: Sex tape scandal broke nationally when Barbara Streisand held a press conference to demand that anyone caught masturbating to Yentl receive the maximum penalty allowable having to watch Yantle without masturbating. Barbara begged her fans to control themselves, but granted them a dispensation to rub one off to either the Mirror Has Two Faces or the Owl and the Pussycat, James Brolin's personal favorite wankfest. fest. Ms. Streisand was quoted as saying, that one even gets me hot. Locally, there was a bizarre reaction to Nad's performance. It's weird. Women were like throwing themselves after, after that tape came out.
3: It's not all that weird once you realize there's a whole lot of whack jobs out there already
6: reeling from the appearance of the first chapter of Almost Listenable in the Christmas issue of Juggs Magazine, as well as the incessant late-night weeping phone calls from Weedman, The band could take no more. I left Nads a message on his machine on Christmas Eve.
3: Hey, it's Dave. Sorry, man, I can't do this anymore. Even Blister says you creep him out. It's over, dude. Merry Christmas, you freak.
10: I couldn't believe it! Those guys stabbed me in the freaking back! Yeah, like, I'm the only guy who ever taped himself doing that.
6: Hey, I never did. Nope. No way. Does it count if your best friend's dad taped it? Was the sex tape scandal the sole reason for the precipitous breakup of Moonchild? The band's Christmas gift to the fans seemed to hint otherwise.
0: Merry Christmas, Moonchild fans everywhere. I'm Colonel Tom Parkins with a musical Christmas gift from Moonchild to all their loyal fans. Hit it, boys! Merry,
3: Christmas, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas you. Merry Christmas to you. 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 I knew that would suck.
10: It isn't even a real Christmas song. And do you have to stand right next to me? I don't want to smell what you had for breakfast. What am I supposed to do? There's only one microphone.
2: <sighs> now I remember why I'm glad I'm not in this band anymore. Let me out of here.
10: Nothing says Merry Christmas like methane.
6: The autograph photo included with the tape was snapped just as NAD's elbow connected with Blister's temple. Dave Kilborn is shown walking out of frame while giving someone, or everyone, the finger. And Weedman is slumped against the wall, madly rubbing at his eyes. Swampy looks straight into the camera, ready to cry. Would the Christmas tape prove to be the final performance of Moonchild? Fast forward to 2001. The members of Moonchild have come out of the other end of the rabbit hole, more or less intact. At 46, the eldest member of the band, Blisters, has found peace with his past. He attributes this to the steadily increasing gaps in his memory. I remember almost
3: everything. It just gets a little hazy sometimes. Want me to name all five guys of the band? I can do it. Easy. There's Swampy and Nads. And there was Darkseid and, um, oh, wait a minute, I know, um, um, Weed Man. And the last guy was,
6: um, damn it, it's on the tip of my tongue. Wait, can we come back to that? Remember to wave to blisters when you taxi past the control tower at Bradley International Airport in Connecticut, where he's employed as an air traffic controller. Weedman is still dealing one step ahead of the law.
2: What am I doing now? I sell weed on the internet. Can I get my web address? It's www.isellweed.com. Hey, people want weed. They don't want to play 20 questions.
6: We asked Weed Man if authorities have ever investigated his website. Dude, cops
2: don't want weed. But hey, I think the world would be a much mellower place if all cops got high.
6: Is that f-ing deep or what? Swampy still lives in Connecticut with his wife and two daughters, where he's an assistant editor at Tiger Beat Connecticut. We do real
10: journalism now. No more Swampy's got gas stories at my magazine. Did you know I met Britney Spears once? Well, I saw her in person anyway. I bet nads can't top that one.
6: Dads is now a national director of the League of Men Who Find Grown Women Dressed As Boys Really Sexy, as well as a musical director at New Britain High School, at least until this airs.
10: I don't regret a thing. Not everybody gets to ride a snake like we did. I don't miss those guys at all. You know what? I say, F- them. They were holding me back musically. I'm doing great things now with the band here. Like, during halftime at Homecoming, I had them toss in a couple bars of shovelhead blues. The crowd went nuts. Oh, who am I kidding? These kids are worse than we ever were. It's all about drugs and sex with these kids. They don't care
6: about the music and don't get me started about the principal. I tried to get some funding for a bagpipe unit and he laughs at me. No one appreciates the bagpipe. Dave Wallace, a.k.a. Dave Kilborn, is now known as Darkside Dave. A member of the Zany Zoo crew on the popular morning radio show... D Snyder Radio on Radio 104 WMRQ out of Hartford, Connecticut Dave specializes in wacky sound effects as well as kooky radio hijinks like eating human placenta and drinking his own urine we spoke with Beth Lockwood co-host of D Snyder Radio
1: I knew Dee of course from Twisted Sister I even owned a copy of Stay Hungry I'm sorry what? Moonchild this isn't for oh I see very funny Snyder, you're a dead man. The next time I see you, there's going to be blood on the floor. Oh, yeah, you just woke up the beast. Hey, you're not going to use this, are you?
3: First of all, that was Nick who drank his own urine, not me. If nothing else makes it through the final edit, make sure that does. And the part where Beth goes all WWF on D. Anyway, I'm doing great. I've got Michelle and my boy Connor, and of course, the radio show is really starting to take off. I think Moonchild was a great learning experience for me, and for anyone else out there, if you're gonna get involved in a group effort with a real goal in mind, make sure there's at least a couple smart people involved. I tried it with the uh, Four Stooges over there, and you saw how that went, of course, Keeping a couple of
6: morons around to make you look smarter is always a good idea. As this behind the music is being put together, there are no official plans to put the band back together. But the spirit of Moonchild still lives. In thousands of garages and unfinished basements. In hundreds of CD dive bars. And wherever the two sadly misguided Moonchild cover bands play gigs in front of an unsuspecting public. You may never have heard of Moonchild. And you may regret having heard of them now. Just please don't hold it against us here at VH1 for giving you a glimpse at Moonchild behind the music. Two sadly misguided Moonchild
0: cover bands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, gee, was there any Moonchild music in that whole thing?
3: The whole thing was all m- Moonchild music.
0: The piano one? Yeah. It sounded a lot like
1: Guns N' Roses. You're very derivative of Axel's work.
0: Wow, that was all moonshile music? Thank you, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't get on my case because you, you thought that was my behind the music that interview there. I wouldn't say yeah, I didn't say that. I just said Behind the Music wants to talk to you.
1: Well, you know, free- <laughs> I didn't of course what did I was I supposed to think?
0: I know he didn't, didn't think it was a moonchild for sure. All right, well, nice work, man, from Agawam and everybody who involved in that. Dave, well done, and uh, and Nick again. Woof. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you're Not missing your calling, man. I know. If I were you. Leave now and just, just head for Broadway. I know. <laughs> I know. You should be doing Shakespeare, for God's sake. At any moment, I could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Unleash, Nick. Unleash. <laughs> All right, time now for some news. Let's check it out. Snyder Radio.
1: A report in today's Hartford Current is claiming Mayor Mike Peters launched into an obscenity-laced tirade against a city police officer last night. Report says the incident was prompted after Peters saw the officer's cruiser parked on Arch Street, allegedly blocking traffic. At least three other officers and other witnesses were present. Two of the witnesses claim Peters was red in the face and appeared drunk. Peter told The Current he may have used the word goddamn, but no other curses. He didn't apologize for the incident, saying the cruiser was blocking traffic to Columbus Boulevard.
0: You know, I want to say in Mayor Mike's defense, I've seen him at many a bar, and I've never heard him using profanity. (laughs) Sure, red in the face, yes. (laughs) A little bit tipsy, Sure. Uh, one too many, possibly. But uh, it's, you know, a matter of opinion. But <laughs> never... Nick, you've seen him at bars, too. You don't hear him cursing and stuff, do you? No, never. He it was it was probably just upset. It was yeah. representing the people. He's been he's an elected official. And there's some cop who's got his cruiser blocking traffic. And he went out there and let the guy know what he thought about it. But I doubt he used a curse word.
2: It's okay if he did even... Mayor Mark's a cool guy. I think he's got the city's best interest in his head. <laughs>
0: Like oh. those cops, never curse. Oh, uh,
1: bless you, Dave. Oh. There's a
0: puddle on the console. Everybody recover, <laughs> She's
1: going to blow. you got to give us a warning when you're going to do that.
0: It just snuck up on me. Hey, oh. just think of the bright side. It could have been Mr. Wallace. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, D, that I feel better. <laughs> well, from Hartford to Waterbury, cell phone records show the mayor there, Philip Giordano, made calls on his city-issued phone to escort services and women he'd only met briefly. Hartford Current reporting that Giordano, now being held on federal sex charges, made 100 calls to a married woman, married woman who says she only met the mayor briefly in a bar asking for legal advice.
0: 100
1: phone calls? 100 times. This guy, this the husband of this woman said that he was ready to go confront the mayor.
0: How did this guy get anything done? I did have he no do idea. anything?
1: I have no idea, this record of his cell phone, the most calls were made to his wife, and then to the city, and then to Jane Doe, the hooker, and then to this woman that he only briefly met, and then there were random calls to two other escort services, and then also, (laughs) apparently he beeped a 16-year-old Waterbury girl many, many times, and... They claim to have never met the mayor. It's bizarre. It gets more and more twisted every
0: day. Morning. Morning, I'll be in my office on the phone. (laughs) He's like speed dialing chicks. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's like Nick in our office.
1: jeez.
0: I'm working here. (laughs) I'll be here late tonight.
1: The town of Greenwich is hoping for some relief today from the crowds of Powerball ticket buyers that have choked the city streets. Yesterday, the state lottery gave permission to Greenwich to suspend Powerball ticket sales for 24 hours. Tickets will still be available elsewhere in the state. There are reports that some of the New Yorkers who streamed across the border were quite rude, Dee.
0: Is that really New Yorkers? That's what I have heard. Is uh, So I, I'm assuming geographically that Greenwich is like one of the First. closest... It's the first one, Mm -hmm. so we're just everybody wants a piece of the action. Yep, but don't you guys don't they know that the odds of winning go down the more money, the more people that compete? I mean, when you're standing in a line with the odds, I think the
1: odds of winning the prize by yourself go down, but I don't think the overall odds of winning go down.
0: Oh, you could get the same number. No, I mean share a number.
1: I think the odds of being the only winner probably are decreased, but I don't think the odds of getting the winning numbers decrease. I'm Is not, that right? I don't, I'm not a statistician, and I, I didn't excel in stats in college, but I think you have the same odds of winning, just not the same odds of being the sole winner. Wouldn't that make sense?
0: Sounds logical <laughs> enough. Don't you're, just you're the sit there with person. that stupid look on your face. Who's the man? Darkseid is right. Yeah, yeah. But
1: we always say he is. So far, I don't, I don't know if he's ever. <laughs> you guys, said yeah,
0: he yeah, is you guys keep saying I am,
3: but I got to tell you the truth. I never even knew my multiplication tables. <laughs> oh <in school>. no,
1: <laughs> we have nobody who can do math.
0: What about the scratchers and all that stuff like that? You're big on that, though, wouldn't you? Know those
1: odds? <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: yeah, but yeah, but uh, no, actually,
3: I have no idea.
1: Well, somebody who's smart, Zalman, <laughs> help us out.
0: So you're saying. The, the odds of winning, of getting a winning number, do or re, remain this consistent. I think no so. matter how many people come, if, yeah, whether it's one it's, person right. or one hundred million people, the odds of getting the match I remain the, the same. same. If it's one the a odds million, of being I, yeah. the only person is uh, to win go down because there's more people playing, so more people might have the same numbers.
1: That that's what I would suspect.
0: Okay, if you're right about this. You're the new math person.
1: Oh, no. I, no. I, <laughs> no. I was side. told there'd be no math. <laughs> I'm not a math person.
0: <laughs> All right, look, we already got to take a break. Oh, Believe okay. it or not. But we'll come right back. More news. Plenty more news to come, okay? <laughs> so stick around for more Dee Radio. And we got an interview with Shannon Elizabeth, if you're interested. She's a chick who gets him out in American Pie. I mean, and also the actress who's appearing in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Did she get him out in that? I don't know. If Kevin Smith's got half half a brain in his head, she does. I'm sure. So stick around (laughs) Oh, for more D Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104.
7: D Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D Snyder. I seen him go nuts. Radio 104. Now back to D Snyder. This is the privilege and responsibility we share on Radio 104.
0: TOOL, huh? Do I have any information on that? Yeah. Right under what we learned there. Under
2: under what we learned? Yeah. All this weekend. Tell me about TOOL. All right. Well, tickets for TOOL go on sale tomorrow. Uh, They're playing the
0: Hartford Civic Center on October 22nd. Here it is. And when you win the tickets to TOOL, you also receive a pair of tickets to Radio 104 Fest. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Wow, well, so you get tickets for Tool and Radio 104 Fest. All right, so they're on sale tomorrow at all Ticketmaster locations. That's a show that I want to see. Dark Side, you want to see Tool? Are you a Tool fan? Yeah, I'll be there, dude. You have some uh, reaction here to some of your news stories from yesterday, uh, Beth. Okay. Uh, Bill G writes that he saw the Connie Chung interview with Gary Condit last night. The thing that bothered him most is that he always referred to Chandra Levy in the past tense. I, I liked Chandra very much. We were very close. I only knew Chandra for five months. Uh, I wonder if he did this subconscious, subconsciously. That's interesting. But mm. then, isn't everybody kind of talking about him, her like she's gone?
1: Well, and I suppose that he wants his wife to know that it's all over.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true, too. Yeah. That's true, too. <coughs> um... Genghis johnson says, screw Connie Chung, Nick should interview Gary Condit. Called The Shame of DC. Think of the wild questions Nick would ask and the strange tangents he'd go off on. <laughs> <laughs> I could only
4: imagine.
2: Too bad
1: you weren't in the running for that interview.
2: <laughs> I know. I saw that interview last night, and it was really frustrating. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why you feel, feel uh, I right, just yeah. uh, you know, a politician, spin doctor kept repeating the same same thing. I've been married to my wife for thirty four years, blah 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 blah. out of respect for the Levy family, out of respect for my own family, I can't divulge that information. I
1: can't believe you stayed right. up till ten o'clock to watch that guy talk.
2: Um, well, he was up way past that I'll bet you. Yeah
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not too much past that but yeah, I just wanted to see the interview. I, went, I wanted to hear him talk, but it was it he's was an great. American
0: studies major yeah, that's I mean, true. sometimes his American studies you know just uh, his, his, his inclination towards American studies this is history right here. He's very interested in that I need to know. <laughs> Fresh Frankie has a question what do a joke what do former mayors of Waterbury have in common? <laughs> Parole officers.
1: I was going to say rap <laughs> sheets. <I> was close, <laughs> Frankie. Uh,
0: and then uh, Swamp Rat learned, uh, I guess, from what we from on the road. Um, now, apparently, now that Troy Aikman has retired, there are no gay quarterbacks in the NFL. That's <laughs> <It was> funny. <laughs> <laughs> he also says the only reason that Nick was hired while wearing that green suit was that people who worked here were hoping to get his lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I'll take that's,
4: that. That's funny. Who wrote this? The swamp
2: Rat. Right. He's a dead man when I see him. But-
0: and the last letter is from the Green Ninja. It says, A slap in your face. D, what's up? I think it is a slap in your face that 104 won't play any of the tracks off Twisted Forever. It was alright to play modern rock bands covering the Doors. But not all right for Twisted? Why can't they play Nine Days or Lit Tracks? They're bands the station plays, aren't they? Why aren't they playing the Step Kings version of Burning Hell? That's the hardest track I've heard in a long time. They ripped the excrement out of it. i talking about the band. And it should be heard. Thanks, D. You rock rock the Green Ninja. Good call! I wondered about that myself. Hmm. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I mean you'd figure the opportunity presents itself when you have nine days doing the price or lit doing i want to yeah. rock to say hey you know let's put it in there it's our guy and you know it's a record and here's a major bands that are covering these songs and they're bands that we play
1: i think people would like it
0: but uh i'm not going to sit there and uh, work todd thomas to uh to do uh what seems obvious to me uh i got bigger fish to fry but i appreciate uh, I appreciate uh, the sentiment. All right. got to get back to the news, but why don't we just get traffic? Can we get traffic out of the way, Nick, yeah, uh, yeah. quickly, and then get we get focused on the news? Psycho
9: Dan. All right. This traffic report is brought to you by the Center for Culinary Arts in Cromwell. We'll start off with 84 East, a little bit slow now between exits 41 leading up to exit 44. 84 West, a little bit backed in over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, slow going from exit 35A and B uh, into downtown. That's mostly in the right lane, however. 91 North is delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow going from exit 4 up to the flyover. 91 South into New Haven is slow in the right lane from exit 3 heading down to the downtown exits. 95 South, you'll encounter some steady traffic between exit 50 leading up to the Q Bridge. Route 8 is... Pretty quiet right now. Uh, just quickly to report, we have some reports of some heavy police activity that's in New York on the Van Wyck Highway, which is just over the state line, down passing through the Bridgeport area. At 7:42, I'm Psycho Dan with the Smarter Report on Radio 104.
1: Well, profits are down at Stamford-based World Wrestling Federation. WWF officials say profits for the first quarter dropped 21 percent. They say lower television ratings and higher administrative costs are the reason for the drop. The company is also trying to recover from the failure of its football league, the XFL, which folded after just one season.
0: It's over, Jenny. That didn't work out? No, it didn't work out. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, man. Uh, Actually, I think that's all been turned around now that The Rock is back. It's possible. Apparently, The Rock coming back has just skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Television viewing and SmackDown, was SmackDown... For next next week or this past week was a rock on? Um, Sean?
1: He was on last week, but it was not well, it was something else, wasn't it?
0: well no I mean The Rock came back like two or three weeks ago yeah but they're, they're doing a live Smackdown for the first uh, time ever yeah and, I saw
2: that I don't think they, they've done that one yet though do it's coming this
0: week yeah yeah and they're really expecting huge ratings live The Rock's back he's better than ever and then they got this new wrestler Beth he hate me
1: <laughs> <laughs> they should bring him in I'm serious
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think people would love to see he hate me <laughs> that name <It's> just
1: <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> Be the first time time for me seeing the guy. I've never even seen him. I've talked about him for
0: months. <laughs> Who knows what he looks like? this is his jersey. He hate me.
1: Well, California Congressman Gary Condit is finally speaking to news people about missing intern Chandra Levy, as we just said. He told ABC's Connie Chung last night he did not kill her. And in People Magazine, he says the last time he saw Levy, she was, quote, upbeat and looking toward the future.
0: <coughs> upbeat and looking towards the future. I'll bet that was what she was looking towards. <laughs> I bet, she, I'll bet her, her voice was muffled. Um, mm, date, date. <laughs> what do you think was going on with those two?
1: I know, but...
0: They were just fornicating. For the they were fornicators, Beth. <sighs> they should be cast out. They were fornicators. They were having sexual relations, Beth.
1: Out of... He was married.
0: I know. I know. She was yelling, He's like freaking 30 years older than her, too. Mm-hmm. That's right upbeat.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, well, <laughs> maybe he meant maybe he meant beat up. <laughs>
1: you may have seen the footage of this <laughs> on TV yesterday. A French stuntman ended up dangling by his parachute from the torch of the Statue of Libera- oh, dang, Liberty. Yeah. Did you see this guy? I Thierry saw. Devoe, who's 41, got entangled while attempting a stunt landing on the walkway at the base of the torch after parasailing across New York Harbor. Mayor Giuliani <laughs> was stunned by what he called the stupid act of an idiot. Cops (laughs) believe DeVoe took off from New Jersey using a propeller motor strapped to his back and succeeded in doing a few circles around the torch. And then as he tried to land, his foot slipped on the railing and he became entangled. Police said he planned to bungee jump from her torch. He was rescued.
0: Yeah, he wanted the bungee. Mm-hmm. And I actually was watching some of the rescue and a pretty interesting rescue procedure. They helped him get up and then um, they start, cert- Pat searched him <laughs> and, ran, <called laughs> them and took him away. <laughs> I was, that's my kind of rescue yeah. right there. <laughs> Take him downtown.
1: Well, Nike is planning on launching a line <laughs> of maternity outfits for the gym. They'll have a line of 10 new pieces that will hit stores in the spring, retailing 36 to 90 bucks. Company spokesperson said doctors are recommending pregnant women do more exercise during their pregnancies to help maintain their health, and they're trying to get in on
0: that. Uh, I told Suzette years ago that she should tap into that market because from her first birth and you know she's a, a graduate of FIT mm-hmm. and a clothing designer from the first kid we were having she just refused to accept the humdrum nightmarish fashions the expandable pants yeah and all that stuff that women are given as their only choice when they're pregnant and she would make her own stuff and it was great great pregnancy clothes stuff that was was flattering you know, and a, lot, and a lot of it was, you know, really covered up and things like that. So you didn't appear pregnant for a long time. And when you got to the end, you still had dignity. Some of those outfits are horrible. And so I'm not surprised to see if somebody's finally tapping into that market. She, she would have cleaned up if she's, you know, used her designing powers to create outfits for women. Because, you know, one day, Beth, you too will be pregnant.
1: Someday, maybe.
0: And uh, and knocked up, and you know, do you want to do you want to look like a house? No,
1: sir, I don't. Do you want to look
0: like you shop at Moore Sands or some no. Tent City or something? I don't
1: even know what that is. Coleman I know I don't want to go there.
0: These are these are camping stores. No, no. you want to <laughs> have some dignity, for God's
1: sake. I hope so. to have dignity. Yes, right.
0: I hope that's finally starting.
1: So. Well, Florida is getting ready for a hip hop show tonight that will have O.J. Simpson host the concert. Oh, my God. Football Great will introduce such acts as Wyclef Sean, Foxy Brown, and Lil Mo. At the Takeo Arena in Estero, Florida, he'll also sign footballs and throw them into the crowd. The concert's promoter defended the choice, saying, It's not his place to judge Simpson, and if 12 people didn't convict him, whatever I believe, if he's right or wrong, I believe it's not my job to judge anybody.
0: I hear the, uh, no, I'm not going to say that, but uh, you know, when you watch, this guy's going to be cheered. He will walk out there and be cheered by the crowd as a hero. I hope they How you, think, you hope they I do? I hope they do. I'd like to think they would. But for some reason, I just think that, you know, a young crowd seeing this guy who beat the system. You know, he's up there with the big smile and everything mm-hmm. like that. They're just going to be like, you know, cheering and making hashing mar- uh, slashing marks <laughs> in their throats, you know, as a gesture of solidarity. It's disgusting.
1: Well, a Romanian hospital is threatening to fire gossiping employees, staff at the clinic who are caught gossiping at work will initially be fined up to 10% of their salary, and if they reoffend, they will be fired from their jobs. Spokesperson says the measure was necessary because gossiping had increased in recent months after a new director, who is not well-liked, was appointed. She said small groups have formed, and some who like the director's talk, and then others who don't like the director, they get around together and talk, and it's created an unpleasant working atmosphere.
0: Well, I tried that at Clear Channel, but they had no more air personalities. So, <laughs> they had.
1: yeah, I don't know how well that would go over here. <laughs> Occasionally, I've walked around the corner and noticed talking cease. Yeah. If yeah.
0: they fired people here for gossiping when the new people came on, I know. You know what sound you'd hear over the airwaves? I think Darkseid's got it in there.
1: <laughs> Back to no DJs, just like the beginning.
0: <laughs> Empty halls. Mm hmm. God, where would this place be without gossip? I don't
1: know. (laughs) Everybody indulges in gossip at work. Come on. That's right.
0: You should hear what they say about you, Beth.
1: I'm sure. I don't want to hear. I'm sure I have a pretty good idea of things (laughs) that have said, so I'm sure I don't want to hear. Well, scientists say... Your
0: nickname should be They Hate Me.
1: Oh, that's not nice.
0: Oh, (laughs) gee. Nick that's not nice is it no oh that's not right right. I think it'd be more appropriate if it was my nickname actually (laughs) to be quite honest I think you're pretty well liked
1: I don't know Scientists say people who listen to music while they work actually do a worse job than if they were to work in silence. This research (laughs) is... I know, it not safe for us. Out of Holland and researchers there say there's no significant difference between people who do manual work or people who do work that takes a lot of intellectual thought. The findings cover both of those jobs. They say they have implications for daily life where people are forced to cope with increasing noise levels.
5: Uh, 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 Well
0: that explains wilkow's show (laughs) (laughs) that should be his excuse hey it's not me it's this damn look at the study it's this Mm -hmm. damn music and that's why we've eliminated all music from (laughs) these night of radio it was getting in the way of our work
1: i never understood people in college who would study with music i really i can't stand to have background noise if i'm trying to do something where i need to concentrate
0: I can't tolerate any background noise. I think that's an age thing, Beth. Not that you're that old, but. Even
1: in college, I, I couldn't. I yeah? had to turn off the music to study. I, I do not
0: remember it. ever studying under the circumstances that I see my son studying or, or my son's. You know, uh, mm-hmm. TV on, muted, music blasting, online, doing homework. Oh, <laughs> I man. mean, like, how do you do that? That's multitasking to the max. I don't know. Darkside, did you? Were you you know? Could you do multiple things? Did you have music blasting while you did your homework, or I, you just never did? No, one?
3: I was uh, when I did do my homework. I wasn't allowed. No, I, I was real strict. I had to either sit in the kitchen, no TV, no radio, nothing, or up in my bedroom where I didn't have a TV.
0: Go, Mrs. Wallace. Yeah, thanks. What do you mean? Up. Is it upstairs in the trailer? Yes. <laughs> or it's or a double-decker. Sitting on the roof. <laughs> double-decker. <laughs> <laughs> Up in the... Oh, he's putting on airs.
1: Outside. Nick. Uh, you?
2: you know what? For a long time, I never uh, used to uh, have any music or anything like that. But then I started doing my work with music when I got into school. But not blasting. Never Blasting. You know, it's just light in the background and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I started watching TV while I was studying and that didn't work.
0: So
1: I don't think you're a multitasker. Mm-mm.
0: No, one thing at a time. So I'm wondering, cousin Chris does traffic. What's his excuse?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Hello.
1: <laughs> well, an artist from New York City is working out the final details of his plan to cover an entire house, inside and outside. With melted cheese. Right on. Thanks, oh. Thank you, Cousin Chris. <laughs> Cosimo Cavallaro of New York City says he's working with a cheese packing company to get the five tons of cheese he'll need for his project. Ertis says it'll be a mix of different types of cheeses. He's looking for local industrial sized microwaves or tar melting machines with which to melt his cheese. Cheese coating is set to begin September 15th, and the house will remain standing covered with cheese for one month. He has been forced to take out an insurance policy to cover liabilities and sign an agreement which stated his responsibilities for that project. What I don't have here is why he
0: wants to cover a house in cheese. Wouldn't that rot and... Uh, yeah. And and bugs get in there and stuff like that?
1: (laughs) I think there's an entire medley of questions just like that as to why you'd want to do something like that. (laughs) What's the motivation?
0: Nick tried an artistic uh, endeavor once, something of that nature. He once tried covering his house in Longmeadow. uh, No,
1: don't say anything disgusting.
0: With meat. (laughs) (laughs) No, with meat. But he he couldn't achieve it because his dad kept eating it all. (laughs) Oh! Every time to get some of the meat up there, yeah. Dad! Yeah, cheap
1: shot, I a Cheap shot. Well,
0: yeah, it was a rough childhood, dude.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know that spaghetti is a good way to get your carbs, but a food scientist says a new version can provide almost 25% more protein in your diet if you have pasta. The Agriculture Department researcher says the protein-fortified spaghetti uses corn <laughs> gluten meal in addition to the normal durum wheat. He says it'll boost from eight grams to ten grams per two ounce serving. Really good for vegetarians. Taste testers also say it tastes pretty good. Look for that. Wait to me, come explain out. this
0: to me. Explain this to me, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, does pasta already have protein in it? There is some, yeah. And so it's a twenty percent increase in protein. Twenty
1: five percent more per serving, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, definitely.
0: Because I like I like the pasta. Me too. But I don't you know but i don't think i'm getting enough protein in there mm-hmm. i didn't realize it. it had that much to begin with eight grams that seems awfully i thought it had none
1: yeah you check
0: the box oh i should read my labels yeah. more closely
1: well nicholas you're not going to like this liz hurley sources say is out as the spokesmodel for estee lauder
2: i heard about this really disappointing <laughs>
1: That's why you were up late last night. Couldn't, Ooh, sleep.
2: Uh, couldn't sleep. over that.
1: Apparently a model, 10 years her junior, Carolyn Murphy, will be tapped to be the new face for <laughs> Estee Lauder. Their first choice, I guess since they planned to get rid of Hurley, was Gwyneth Paltrow. But apparently she wanted too much money and then they couldn't work it out with Linda Evangelista either. And then they came down to this Carolyn Murphy.
4: Ooh, she's
0: all alright c- looking no. though. I'll well, take her. I don't think
1: they're going to take a dog. Uh, it's not that
0: yeah, not usually that. I haven't seen that with any of the uh, makeup companies <laughs> yeah. we got like a real bow wow
1: <laughs> like work well.
0: representing the company <laughs> that would get attention though I'll tell you that
1: <laughs> yeah but no one would shop
0: there <laughs> I was thinking dark side your room back you know when you said I was up in my room That wasn't one of your dad's nostrils, was it? (laughs) (laughs) I was upstairs. I
1: like that one, huh, Sean? Trying to
10: figure it out. (laughs) That was was funny. He's got a big nose.
1: (laughs) Yes, he does. too. Uh, And just one last note. They were really big when we first went on the air. The Toadies, you may remember them. Well, they have finally called it quits. You may be saying to yourself, they were still together. Well, they were, and now they're not thought you might like to know
0: <laughs> didn't they I thought they were putting out a new album or they something
1: they did they did apparently <laughs> didn't make a lot of noise mm. and now, now they're breaking up
0: well we'll find out more about that <laughs> on the toadies behind the music <laughs> which I'm <laughs> sure will be behind the seeing. song definitely behind yes that was a, it was a catchy tune yeah, yeah I liked it I like the Toadies. I can't really and remember fact, how it
1: goes in my head right now,
0: but I know I may pick that liked. one for my morning song one of these days.
1: Interviewing the Toadies was the only time in my life that I've ever been in a strip club. Do you remember mm-hmm. at the Sting, Dark Side Day, Molly which was Malone's this club right door, in New yeah. Britain, D? And yeah. the Toadies played one of our shows really early, and I was doing the interview of them, and to get some quiet, we went into the adjacent attached strip club called what?
3: Molly
0: Malone's.
1: And... uh it was open for business. Whoa, you wild
0: yeah, thing. Yeah. Were you freaked out?
1: Eh, not really.
0: <laughs> really?
3: I was were they shaking out.
0: their money makers
1: and stuff? Yeah. Was well, it a strip club? <laughs>
3: no, that place was a dump. I
0: wouldn't call it a strip club.
1: Well, it's my only frame uh, of reference.
0: Uh, did you? Well, it's technically a strip club. Were well, they taking their clothes off?
1: I think they just didn't have on tops. I didn't notice if they didn't have on bottoms.
0: <laughs> and you, did you have the toadies undivided attention?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) 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 So Tony's were a little distracted. A little bit. Hey, look at that one. Hey, look at that one.
1: Baseball yesterday. Yankees over Texas 5-2. Red Sox get by Anaheim 7-6. Colorado shut out the Mets 10-zip. And here's some good news. Former Hartford Wolfpack bruiser PJ Stock is heading back to the area. He signed an agreement with the New York Rangers. Of course, the parent team of the Wolfpack. Terms of that deal have not been disclosed. So look for PJ. So he's
0: officially a ranger now. He's coming
1: back, yeah.
0: All right, PJ. The teeth are back. (laughs)
1: Becoming partly sunny today. Yeah, they signed PJ and his teeth, so they'll both be back in town. Partly sunny, low 80s today. Tonight, clear 50s. And tomorrow looks pretty good, mostly sunny and 80. It's 65. At seven fifty
0: nine. You know it's a little creepy. Some of those strippers in New Britain have chest hair. It kind of freaks <laughs> you out a little bit.
9: I wondered what that
0: was. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little rug in the middle. You know, it's just like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> She's a fur-bearing mammal, line. for
9: God's sake.
0: On top of the line, I'd say every one of them. I said some. Okay, all right. We're taking a break. Coming back, maybe an interview that were recorded uh, a couple days ago with Shannon Elizabeth who's promoting her new movie Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back which opens tonight, today I should say in theaters uh, she's also of course American Pie 1 American Pie 2 um, Hair Pie 1 and 2 as well she was in mm. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: good ones
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so
2: what was that uh, we'll letter
1: be- before about lowest common denominator
0: <laughs> 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 just slipped out <laughs> uh, so uh, stick around for East side of radio this is radio 104 <laughs>
7: WMRQ Waterbury Hartford.
6: He needs controversy to keep him famous because of his unfortunate
7: dearth of talent. Shut your mouth. D. Snyder Radio. It's
0: was nice to meet a fan. On
7: Radio 104.
0: Speaking of getting nuts.
7: Now back to D. Snyder Radio.
0: I'm very fired up. On Radio 104. <laughs> These guys having a blast over here. Ah. They're flinging poo at me.
1: Our server's back up and we're able to play that game. What was the website? wavhounds, all one word, dot com?
0: Yeah, wavehounds.com. They've already got a game Fling Poo at Dee Snyder on stage. It's basically inspired (laughs) by my shite story from uh, the VH1 thing. It also has a disclaimer about not trying it in real life because you get your ass kicked uh <clears throat> but it's pretty funny
1: and i hit you almost every time you came on in dark side dave yeah. no wonder you never kill anything in the woods it's well, so easy he can't even hit you once
0: maybe it's just out of respect
1: uh, no he's trying
0: <laughs> dark side you really do need glasses
1: well. <laughs> it's time
0: it's Your is going to be lousy with deer antler and venison if you get some damn glasses. It's not as easy as it seems. That is. No, it isn't. <laughs>
3: you're, you're quite elusive.
0: <laughs> That's wavehounds.com. To check it out. Or you go to my website, dsnyder.com. There is a link there. Yes, it's under the t- heading of self-deprecating. It means it turned you on to flinging poo at me. Um, let me see. Uh, what I went to- Oh, I want to tell you that if you're into the metal and uh, you want to have a laugh, Check out VH1's rock show tonight at midnight. Twisted Sister, all five of us, first time we ever did anything like that, hosted the rock show, the entire thing, and uh, there were some pretty funny moments on there, quite honestly, so you can check that out.
1: Oh, you can make a whole night of it if you go over to the Voices of Metal show, and then you're all fired up, and oh you go God. home, and you watch that.
0: And probably, oh, yeah. I'm sure, shortly thereafter, we'll, like, some somebody will be showing behind the music again. <laughs> You won't be able to get rid of me. All right, I want to get some reaction here to uh, our program. First of all, uh, again, people write Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com or read every letter. Uh, Do not respond to any due to the vast amount of mail I get and some get read on the air. And a lot of people just write to say nice things. People like Diana and Sue from Oxford, you know, just wrote to say how much they love the show and what have you. Rob Burns, uh, another one of uh, another person complaining about the signal recently, which we did talk about yesterday. Basically, it's atmospheric. Nothing's changed with our sing- signal. And we cannot pump up the juice or anything like that. <laughs> uh, FCC has laws about that, much as I would love to. Jennifer Ames, administrative assistant at Advanced Products Company, wrote a nice letter. Um, back to be- uh, behind the music, I figured it wouldn't be long till we heard from Doc B., It says, D, after watching the twist Sister behind the music for the third time, oh, it's actually kind of serious. I find Mark Mendoza's comments less threatening each time. From his point of view, after 10 years of incredibly hard work and suffering by resigning the band, you were destroying his life's dream. If he had just said that he wished you were dead, I think most would understand his anger. Adding that part about dying in a plane crash, etc., really just fit his lifestyle. As you have said, he has been a bounty hunter and a repo man. I got the feeling that it was being dramatic for the camera. Yeah, I think he was as well. Um, okay, uh, Shakespeare wrote a, a diatribe about Behind the Music, and it was a very interesting observation. And, uh, and uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it was interesting. Also, uh, he says, P.S., Mendoza's mad, as his, mad as his, at his dad, not you. <laughs> uh, telephone Tom says, uh, If you can stand one more Behind the Music letter... My coworker learned something from it. Beth Lockwood is effing hot. How do you can't even see that. me?
1: Thanks, you guys. I'm so sorry. I told you. These I don't
0: want to say it was a very good picture in the sense of like it was unrealistic, but it was a. You know, sometimes you see pictures that are not representative. Like my poor wife is horrified. Hor- She's like, "Oh my god, where would they get those pictures?" She
1: looks gorgeous. Oh,
0: she is just beside herself, and people are writing. I haven't read it. There's tons of people saying how great she looks. Uh, those pictures are horrible pictures of her. I'll even say that. Except for the really? one, uh, the People magazine one where we're whole uh, the whole family's together. That's the one you Jessie, have framed
1: at your house. I've seen that one before. The People no, magazine one. The ones, one. With, the
0: ones with, when I'm with Jessie and she's standing on the side. She's just beside. She said, why didn't they? They didn't actually ask for any pictures. And they just got those. I thought she looked uh, great. Well,
1: Seriously.
0: Well, She looks better than uh, You
1: know, it's the same thing. I, I do the same thing with my pictures. Everybody does.
0: Right, exactly. The point is, that picture, uh, that that was a representative photo, and you looked glowing, that brief moment, and Nick looked like Mudbone. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I actually ever. was Mudbone. <laughs> I ever? D I T, I watched the Beyond the Music last night on a Twisted Sister. I can't believe that you think you had it that bad. You had, oh, look at this. This is interesting, Paul. You had to answer phones for a living. You had to ride a bike to work. D, if that's the epitome of hard luck cases, then I don't fear poverty as much anymore. I remember saying I once heard years ago, I cried because I had no shoes. Then I saw a man with no feet. Love the show, Paul. Paul, you're being, really being a dick here. The point was being a celebrity in that under those circumstances, and certainly, you know, talk about viewing the thing half half empty. I didn't sit there crying on my milk. I got out and worked. You know? I wasn't sitting there, you know what I mean? I I mean and I'm not sure where you're taking it, that people have worse jobs. I used to clean a bathroom. Is that worse? Other people's duty? That's pretty bad. I was it wasn't I wasn't trying to say how bad the job was. I was talking about how the mighty had fallen, you know, and uh and you know how, how uh it's humbling. Somebody um,
1: down the hall made an interesting co- sort of joking observation in that um, you basically ended up saying, well, you know, I lost all of my money, and then I got a job doing bookkeeping. <laughs> like, who would have hired you to keep their books at that <laughs> point, I guess, was the moral of the story. It was joke. actually... Yeah. It was <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> well if I, could I would give credit to do. that person but he works at another radio station
0: <laughs> uh d what's going on uh i was a big ts fan back in the day uh, back in the 80s but after the band fell out of spotlight i'm sorry to say i didn't keep up with you or other projects you had going i wasn't much of a radio 104 fan either two weeks ago i started a new job where they don't listen to anything but 104 <sighs> Nice. all i can say is damn I've really been missing out. You kick ass just as much as you did back then. I'm now a faithful listener of D Snyder radio. And if you ever come to Orange, stop into Timothy's Gourmet deli. Lunch is on me your new your new loyal peep, Drew in North Haven. See that? A new listener? There is such Gotta a thing that. as free lunch. There is, there is. As a matter of fact, I, I often get them. Uh, Kyle in Waterbury said D, saw the behind the music with Twist Sister about what you said at the end, how you wanted to be remembered. I think especially around here, you'll be remembered in the order of awesome radio show host, huge rock star, and working with VH1. But I thought it was really cool to see you in the Radio 104 t-shirt and then do the few shots in the studio and hear you making fun of Nick. <laughs> Not that that's unusual or anything. Keep up the killer show.
1: Capture the yeah, essence he- of the program <laughs> in that one little clip.
0: Yeah, really. <laughs> Hi, Bob from Waterbury. Uh, it's Jim D. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <again>. shining moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a mistake.
0: Actually, it was Jay. Yeah, I and, think and it was have, Jay we-
1: who always calls from Wilkett, I
0: think. Yeah, and we haven't we haven't heard from him. I, was, I was thought he'd be like you know just glowing over his appearance on, uh, on. A matter of fact, I think he may even have mentioned that. That maybe he'd get on VH1. And finally, the last letter says, I saw the show last night. Some comments. I gained an appreciation of how hard you and the band worked prior to gaining worldwide success. It's so ironic that your strong family values is what killed the band. I was also amazed at the anger towards you by Mark Mendoza. I think that all front men must deal with anger and jealousy to some degree, but he said some really nasty things. Finally, the story about the ex-grimp being thrown was hysterical. You were a riot. I'm so glad that you are our resident rock star here in Connecticut, and you have a beautiful family. Thanks. Sue from Shelton. Yes, and if you uh, want to get in on the fun, you can fling poo at Dee Snyder <laughs> by going wavehounds.com, w-a-v-hounds.com. Getting any better at it, Side? No, I gave up.
1: <laughs> do you want to take you? I want to take you out to the range and give you some shooting lessons. Hey, would you mind? I can. <laughs>
0: I got a couple letters from people who thought it was nice how I had a uh, you know a mentally challenged kid in the studio during the show. <laughs> 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 Why
2: that? that was that,
0: that was Nick.
2: <laughs> that wasn't me, that, was, that? Dark <laughs> what that was, for? was dark side.
1: Those fours dark side. You turned your own joke around <laughs> on <laughs> you. That's <What>? not right.
4: <laughs>
0: These two. I can't trust you. I thought this. that was very self deprecating you to say. <laughs> Come on, team. Oh, you couldn't
2: even see me. You could just Retard. hear my stupid laugh. Mudbone was shoving me out of the picture. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you see it with the elbow in your head, Mudbone's
4: elbow.
1: Yeah. All right, he let's get it. in your side, so you yeah. move over.
0: We've got an interview with Shannon and Elizabeth. We want to play for you. We did it the other day. That's why we're sure it's going to go on, And unless Nick hit the race button by accident. But first, let's get a traffic update from Psycho Dan. <laughs>
9: This traffic report is brought to you by Debit MasterCard. Debit MasterCard is the fastest way to get errands done. Traveling on 84 East, just a little bit slow coming around the Park Road curve. 84 West, still some busy traffic coming over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, you'll slow down from exit 33 into downtown, mostly in the right lane, however. Also, we had some reports of debris on the Charter Oak Bridge. Uh... That's just lay down just a little bit. Ninety-one North is delay-free traveling on Route Two, a little bit slow from Exit Three up to the flyover. Ninety-one South is slow in the right lane from Exit Three into downtown. Exit Ninety-five South slow going from Exit Fifty-three to the Lake Salt Salt (laughs) Bridge. Then it gets heavy again from Exit (laughs) Fifty.
2: What's wrong with you, man? What is going on? you,
1: You, these guys, they're they're, I, you're idiots. The vile <laughs> hand gestures and no, everything that geez, goes back and forth. Let me, me explain to forth. you
2: what happened. Ever since Sean was on all wow. fours in Todd's office, <laughs> things have gotten weird, and Darkseid's got, got it down, mimicking Sean and what he was doing in there. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, distracting. it's
2: distracting. Yeah, it is.
0: Darkseid. Well, people are trying to hear the uh, fabulous traffic report. Yeah. I mean, I wish you would tell us what the debris was. It's always something interesting here in Connecticut. It's potpourri, it's frozen chickens, it's... What was it this morning?
9: Oh, yesterday it was artificial sweetener. Yes. Uh, today it's just cardboard, nothing too strange. All right, let me finish up here. Uh, Watch traveling. out, there's lingerie all over the roads. All right, all right, Victoria's tra- secret truck rolled over. Traveling into New Haven on 95 South, slow going from exit 53 leading up to the Lake Salt Bridge. Then it gets heavy again from Exit 50 up to the Quinnipiac River Bridge. Rude 8 is a little heavy traveling through Waterbury. And he... I, I
1: can't do it. Oh, <laughs> my God. I've <Really? laughs> never seen anyone. I've never heard that
8: voice. <laughs> Did anybody else hear the oral sex sound effects? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I think they're in your head.
9: All right. At 819...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, do it.
0: I heard no oral sex sound effects. Did you guys? No. I didn't even play anything. He's imagining (laughs) stuff.
1: I didn't know that his voice got that high.
0: (laughs) It's pretty funny because his guy never cracks a smile, but it's about at Sean's expense. (laughs) He's bent over (laughs) in tears. (sighs) Sean is his muse. Okay, we did an interview with Shannon Elizabeth. Just check it out. It explains itself. It's Dee Steiner Radio. It's Radio 104. Shannon Elizabeth, how you doing? How are you? I'm really good. This is Dee Snyder and Beth Lockwood. My co-host is with us. Hey Shannon, how are you? Hey. Well, it's really nice to talk to you. I've seen a lot of you. Well, thank you. It's good to talk to you. I've seen I've seen all of you pretty much actually. I've seen one movie. And I've seen all of you. <laughs> uh, I had a question for you. Uh, this is a question that, of course, everybody who listens to Dee Snyder Radio wants to know the answer to, Shannon. How did Twisted Sister affect your life? You
8: know, when I was Feeling down on my gloomy days, all I'd have to do is listen to Twisted Sister, and it brought me right back
4: up
0: again so and beautiful. gave me reason to go on. Oh, That's so beautiful. Wow. <laughs> I feel the same way about American Pie. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> now, I got a question for you, okay? I don't, don't want to focus on, you know, this aspect of your career, but Susan Sarandon once said this quote When you're doing a scene naked, it's very difficult not to be upstaged by your own nipples. <laughs> <laughs> That's ex- she's, I swear to God, she said that. And I was wondering, you know, you you've had to do a nude scene. Do you identify with what she said?
8: I guess on some level, yes. Because I guess if you're naked, you could be the worst actor in the world and nobody's going to care at that moment in time, I think.
0: I mean, Susan Sarandon, Beth, is an incredible oh, yeah. actress, but she's done these topless scenes, and she said, like, here you are, you're acting your ass off, but the fact remains that probably 90% of the audience is checking out your chest.
8: Right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So <laughs> You know, I've, I've discovered through talking to people that
0: it's true, so what can you do? Is that a, is it a, a tough, was it a tough decision to, and I know, I just want to make sure everybody knows, we're promoting Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, which we are so looking forward to. it In my house, I got four kids. My oldest son is a huge Kevin Smith fan, so, awesome. so you know we're we're absolutely gonna be checking that movie out. But when you know when you take a role like that and you have to do a scene like that, is that like was that like a tough decision for you to make or? You- At the time, it definitely wasn't. It was my first studio film, and I was getting to
8: do an accent and play this character, and I was so excited to have gotten the role that. I definitely wanted to do it. It was never a question.
1: And I, even as a woman, I have to say, you looked really nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I
0: guess when you, you don't look like crap. You know, if, if you look good too, that helps. Yeah. And you look at, hey, did you just recently get engaged?
8: Um, I got engaged
0: a year and a half ago. Uh, well, is rumor have it uh, as you getting married soon or?
8: Well, we haven't set a date yet, but I keep thinking it'll be spring or summer, possibly.
0: Okay, because spring or summer of next year now. Right,
8: because this year spring and summer are gone.
0: Okay, because our own Beth uh, Lockwood is getting married in one month. From today.
8: Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) We had talked about it, but I really want honeymoons to be during a warm month so we could travel and go on great vacations.
1: Yeah, and you really need to give yourself a block of time to get all the details because it gets really hectic when you're down to a month just so you know
0: I know are you planning like the are you planning uh, the big traditional wedding no
8: I think we're gonna do something small in, like in Mexico or somewhere oh I've
0: got it I, I'm an ordained minister Shannon and I like to offer my services
8: oh you're sweet thank you uh, if you
0: want D Snyder from Twisted Sister now I don't have the big hair anymore or the shoulder pads and the costume uh, but keep it in mind I'll run it
8: past him and see
0: what he says okay this I am offering hey now wait a minute Am I crazy, or has Christina Aguilera, like, completely ripped off my look from the 80s? (laughs) Have you noticed that? The Moulin Rouge look? Yeah, the whole Moulin Rouge, and then Sarah Jessica Parker. What is Sarah Jessica Parker thinking of going around looking like me now, you know?
8: Well, you know, uh, imitation's the best form of flattery.
0: Yes, it is. Hey, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, what what role are you playing in the film? Because I hear there's a ton of cameos in this movie.
8: Yeah, uh, I play the role of Justice, and she is
0: Jay's love interest in the
8: movie. You're and Jay's
0: uh, love interest? Huh? Jay is the foul mouthed, super uh-huh. horny, humping every, wants to have sex with everything that moves guy, right? Yes. Yeah.
8: <laughs> so,
0: did that lucky bastard get a love scene with you?
8: Uh,
0: we had a couple of kissing moments. And the rest of the movie, he's just trying to jump your bones.
8: Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But he does it in a way that, that's endearing to my character, that she doesn't, a lot of times he's doing it more to Silent Bob, that he can stand here and maybe I can't.
0: Oh, oh okay, so the real dirty stuff, he's hiding away from you because he's trying to get over on you. Right. I got it, I got it, because gonna say, I'd be stunned if this guy had any kind of character arc in this movie, because he's been consistent in every film.
8: Well, I'm curious to hear what you think about it after you see it. Uh, I think it's a really funny movie and that everybody's cameos are just hilarious.
0: Yeah, I mean, do you know the people Ben Affleck's in it? Who are some of the other people making cameos?
8: Um, We got Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, Will Ferrell, Chris Rock, George Carlin. Wow.
0: What am I, (laughs) would? Tell Kevin that I am available. For the occasional... Ca- no. no. Yeah, let him know, because he may not have been... That it's very important. Yeah, and, and I mean, we're practically neighbors and stuff. Uh, hey, congratulations on the success of the American Pie films. Uh, now, American Pie 2, huge success again. Wasn't it the first movie to be number one two weeks in a row this summer?
8: I think it was the second. I think Pearl Harbor was the other one.
0: Oh, yeah, but still, it w- <laughs> did, did huge numbers. So yeah,
8: it's doing well for our sequel.
0: Uh, American Pie 3.
8: They haven't
0: talked to us yet, so I don't know. Uh, Is your agent, like, sharpening his fangs for this?
8: (laughs) I don't know. I think it depends just what's going on at the time that they're asking everyone.
1: Well, they were lucky to get back everybody, because that doesn't happen all the
0: time.
8: Yeah, I think they were very
0: lucky to get back everyone. Do you think, how about yourself? I mean, I'm looking, and I see you've got another movie coming out on the horizon, 13 Ghosts. Is that right? It's out right around Halloween. Cool. I, I mean, you're doing a lot of work, so at this point, maybe you got to be saying, "I don't know if I'm so quick to do American Pie 3 You know, if you want, because I guess you want to be a little careful of getting too typecast as this this role you play in those movies.
8: Well, it's all about having a good script too. If they come to us with a really great script, then people are going to be more likely to want to do it. But um, they have to be able to talk themselves, or at least equal, you
0: know. Yeah, in the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, uh, and we're talking to Shannon Elizabeth, of course. Um, most a lot of the roles were cameos people that Kevin's worked with over the past number of years had you worked with them before had
8: I worked with Kevin no it was my first time meeting him
0: so they basically said Jay who do you want to hump and he said Shannon Elizabeth
8: I don't know if it went that way <laughs> it might trust me it did <laughs> trust me
0: it did because we did the same thing on my show and I asked Nick, our producer, and he said Shannon Elizabeth. But well, we're not making a movie or anything, so he doesn't have a shot. Um, hey, Shannon, it's a pleasure talking to you. forward too. And uh, we, look forward to, uh, we look forward to seeing the film. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, when is it opening?
8: It opens on Friday.
0: All right. Well, I know my son is going to be there first up, and he'll give me the feedback, and then I'll be in there second. How old is your son? My oldest son. I have four kids. My oldest is 19 years old. Okay, he, he's okay then. Yeah, he's, like, oh yeah, it's a little mature, right?
8: There's a, there's a lot of language in the
0: film. Well, I was arrested in Amarillo, Texas for abusive language and profanity. Uh, my kid's got a fair handle on the curse <laughs> words. <laughs> well, this is what I tell him, Shannon. I say this, I, in my house, this is how I explain it. Because, you know, I curse Blue Streak, especially in the old days. And Jesse, at about three or four one day, said, holy excrement, Dad, look at that. He used the word perfectly, and I said, son, you can't curse. And he said, but you do. And I said, can you drive a car? He said, no. I said, can you buy liquor? He said, no. I said, why? He said, because I'm not old enough. I said, that's right. I said, so when you can drive a car, then you can curse. Good for you. That's awesome. And then he was like, okay. And then none of my kids ever curse. Of course, on the street, they've got foul mouths. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Shannon Elizabeth, thanks so much for your time. Great talking to you. If you're ever up this way or promoting anything else, D Snyder Radio is ready to help you out, all right? Oh, thank you so much. All right,
1: bye-bye.
0: Bye. Isn't she sweet?
1: I thought she was really nice.
0: Very sweet, <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth. Nixon love.
4: Booters, booters. I
2: wouldn't fooders. blame him. Yeah, I think she's a lot it. of guys are. She's, uh, she's a
0: good-looking girl. Nice body. Fairly attractive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fairly attractive. Not, not, not hard on the eyes, Beth. No, I not think not that she eyes. is
1: an attractive person.
0: Easy on the eyes. No. Now you want to rescind your Michelle Pfeiffer and say Shannon Elizabeth? No. Okay. This is, is gonna stick with Michelle. I
1: think I'm gonna stick with Michelle
0: Pfeiffer. All right, if you insist. Is that okay, all right. you guys? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's you gotta cool. have a lesbian affair. It could be with Michelle. Thank
2: you.
0: If you want to be pedestrian, go ahead. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break, come back. Entertainment news is next. Beth? you tell us what's going on out there?
1: Well, it looks like Harrison Ford is soon to be single for real this time. Also, oh. we will talk about what Nicole Kidman is doing since her divorce. She is opening a small business. I'll tell you what she's going to do. You don't have to wait much longer to see Baywatch on TV again. There's a word that Julia Roberts may have a new love interest. Marlon Brando says he'd like to eat the ears of his father if he were still alive. I'll tell you a little more about that. Also...
0: Well, that surprise people? It's going to eat anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bjork earns accolades. And we'll hear again about this controversy about the new movie opening, Bubble Boy. The star of that movie has something to say.
0: All right. And I will have Voices of Metal tickets to give away when we get back. It's the big show is tonight. Vince Neil and Stephen Piercy and Rat, Slaughter, Vixen. Nick's going to be there. Very exciting. So stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. D. Snyder. Can I just say that you
7: rule the earth? But you can call me D. D.
0: Snyder Radio 104. For
7: the love of God and all humanity. We got a problem here. D. Snyder Radio. I have to control it or it will control me. That's crazy talk. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. I love D. Snyder died on Radio 104.
0: Well, tonight's the night. Got it that time, Nick. Tonight's the big night. Voices of Metal Tour is in town at ctnow.com Oakdale Theater. It's happening. Believe it or not, Vince Neal from Motley Crew, Rat with Stephen Piercy, Slaughter, Vixen, all here to kick your ass old school. And Vince sent to a message through... His people called my people to say he was sorry he screwed up on the interview yesterday. It's okay, Vince. I didn't expect anything less. I would have been shocked if you called, quite honestly. And live up to your legacy. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't even have accepted the interview, quite honestly, in the first place. If I had to perform, never. Never on a day I had to perform. I can't do that. I can't get up early in the morning. I've got to be ready to rock. It takes a lot to rock out with your cock out. I'm sure it does. So uh, check Vince out tonight, and uh, we got John from Waterbury who won Metal tickets already on the phone. John, what's going on, man? Oh, uh, yeah, I just won the tickets. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, we got the robot voice going on. I can't talk to John from Waterbury. John, his so message says here he won Metal tickets and needs a date. Oh. Well, we, we didn't guarantee a date with the Voices of the Metal tickets.
1: I don't think we did.
0: No. We got
1: Sean. <laughs> Sean would love to go to that show.
0: Mm hmm. Well, Sean's not busy. <laughs> Is it a chance to get lucky after the show,
2: Sean? Or, uh... Of course. Sean would accommodate John in any way. He needed to be accommodated, I would guess. Well,
0: when I. What I need to do now is um, is take call number 10 at 860-666-4444. Because I've got a pair of tickets to give away to the Voices of Metal tonight. All right? Okay. So call now and win. And then if somebody wants to date John, sight unseen, to go to the Voices of Metal, mm-hmm. call as well. And we'll try and hook you guys up. Okay? Uh, our matchmaker. Our very own matchmaker in there, Psycho Dan. will put that together. Now, let me tell you about how you can win my C-Do. You know what a C-Do is, right? A personal watercraft. Well, now until September third, which is mere days away, you can register to win my C-Do. The Snyders—that's me and my wife and kids—we got it for the summer, but I'm giving it up on September sixth to one lucky listener. All you got to do is register to win. At one of two locations, Land and Sea Marine in Waterbury, where I got it, and say hi to owners Bob and Phil, or Humphreys East in New Haven. Radio 104 is there every Thursday night from 10 to midnight. This is a Sea-Doo, whoops. A 2001 Sea-Doo GS two-seater worth seven grand. Comes with a trailer. thing does like 55, 60 miles an hour. You can water ski behind it, boogie board. You can toast your kids. You can drag people. Or just blast around and have a blast. We've been having a blast. So register up until Labor Day. And I'll pull the winner on September 6th. I've got the Sea-Doo for the summer. Register now and make it yours forever. All right. Dave from Glassbury won the Voices of Metal tickets. Hopefully he doesn't need a date, too. Uh, so you can stop calling now. And if you want to date John from Waterbury Sight Unseen and go to the Voice of Metal, call now and Psycho Dan will put that together for you, okay? <laughs> now we're a dating <laughs> service. People, you got to work it. You got to work it. Wave that ticket around. Wear it as a badge of honor. There's some old school metalheads out there would love to take go out with a man who's got a pair of tickets in his pocket. Is that a pair of Voices of metal tickets in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? I got some reaction here before we get into uh, entertainment news. Traffic update as well, so don't worry. Subject, you're at the helm. D finally got to listen to Sogna Zivas from Wednesday's show. Oh my God, I almost hit another car. I was laughing so hard. See, some people tape the show when they can't listen live, because they don't want to miss a thing, Beth. Anyway, the questions were out of the out of control. Dark at your urging, no less, goes Rambo uh, on uh, and to bring on the mission to bring back the voodoo doll. You're yelling, Beth's cracking up, Nick's in the back, yelling something that sounded remarkably like what the F. <laughs> I loved every minute. Sagazy Voss is my favorite feature on the show, your loyal peep, Sona Woman. And uh, PS, I watched Twisted Sister Behind the Music again so I could catch more repeated glimpses of your armadillo. So I stop looking at my crotch.
1: <laughs> it was one thing to say that you couldn't help but notice it. It was another thing to say that you had it in freeze frame. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think some of those things were even slow mode, actually. <laughs> and speaking of Behind the Music, uh, Dee, a longtime listener and first time writer, after seeing the twist of Behind the Music and experiencing the frustration of those balloon heads on the radio the other day, struggling with an in- intelligible explanation of what they got out of the program, I offer the following. Remember, I asked people, mm-hmm. what did you think? It was very cool how the drummer suggested that you were abusive. Abusive? Wow. Were you, like, bitch-slapping these guys into performing like circus animals? If so, you the man. Never bitch-slapped, I would like to say. Although I remember Twisted's heyday, last night's show inspired a newfound appreciation for the music. I didn't remember how good you guys were. I need some CDs. You certainly do. Go to dsnider.com and uh, get some for yourself. You have an amazing onstage presence. and seem to be one of those people that really feel the music. Good stuff. Michael from Milford. Thank you, Michael. Then here it says, uh, Thank God it wasn't the same... I watched the Behind the Music. Thank God it wasn't the same old Behind the Music that we have every time. I really like to watch Behind the Music, but when it's the same thing over and over again, it gets monotonous. One of the most interesting things about the whole special was the very thing that kept you out of the spotlight was what made you famous, the glam look. That was awesome when you wiped off the makeup in concert. That was badass, man. That was bold. Gene Simmons never did that. I'm saying it was bold. Gene Simmons never do that. I wouldn't think he would. Shock the audience. They never thought I would do that. Tell Nick to keep his head up because the exact same stuff he is doing now that pisses people off is what's going to make him a celebrity when you guys are syndicated. Andrew McTaggart. You see that, Nick? What he's saying? Mm-hmm. Here I was and people were rejecting me saying, no, 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 no. It'll never work. It'll never work. And then all of a sudden one day it worked. You're doing this crazy stuff, but one day people are going to be saying to you, "Hey, this is—we want that guy, Nick. We want his craziness." Maybe oh, you're just ahead of your time. I am a crazy man, Really crazy. It, you probably are ahead of your time, <laughs> <laughs> or something <laughs> behind your time. Uh, all right, let's get a traffic update because then we have to do some entertainment news. Psycho Dan, you think you can do this straight face? side, stop
9: cavorting. And let the guy tell the report. Alright, this traffic report is brought to you by the LEI Jeans Endless Summer Dance Party. Everything looks pretty good out there, except for 84 West. We uh, had a crash just by exit 48, then we had another reported crash in the downtown tunnel. So things are a little backed in over the Bulkley Bridge. Uh, 84 East looks pretty good, and 91 North and South, also delay-free coming into town. Route 2, now a smooth ride. New Haven traffic looks good as as well. Uh, 91 South, no problems there. 95 South, delay-free. Route 8, a smooth ride. At 846, some cycle down with this modern record on Radio 104. Fire it up, Darkseid.
1: Well, first, let me tell you about Harrison Ford. You might remember a while back, we'd heard that he and his wife had split up and then had gotten back together. Well, now it looks like they are going to split up for good. His wife, Melissa Matheson, is going to court asking for legal separation. Her are the grounds, petition says irreconcilable differences. According to the paperwork, they've been living apart since October of last year. They've been married for 18 years. They have two kids: 14-year-old son, 11-year-old daughter. Matheson is asking for joint custody. Harrison Ford's agent says only that they have filed for separation, and the couple remain amicable.
0: That's a drag. Yeah. It's outside of being a pothead. I only hear good things about mm-hmm. him. Not to imply that being a is a bad thing, Darcy, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. But some people might view that as a negative. Nah. Guy likes to, you know, likes to smoke a little bit. But I hear all good things. And I was just commenting to somebody the other day. Was it on this show? It might have been. I, the lines blur between the show and actual life. But I was saying, you know, you can be a huge celebrity and not be fodder for the trades. You know, for the papers, for the for, for the gossip columns, and he's one of those guys, one of the biggest stars in the world. You know, had his wife, had his kids, had his life. Very rarely, you know, something would. I mean, of course, they look for anything with him. So, I mean, when he rescues somebody off the cool. side of a mountain or uh, has a bad landing in his plane, it's you know, it's it's front page news. But for the most part, he manages to stay out of there. Pretty much, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, and he's a classy guy. Uh, it's a shame mm-hmm. what if, uh, we have family members who've gone through a divorce my god that's just so mm. freaking sad and ugly
1: well james bond is ditching his bmw and you might be happy to know that the next time he's behind the wheel in the next movie Ernst bras and it is james bond will be back driving an aston martin this time a v12 vanquish it's a two-seater it has an aluminum aluminum and carbon fiber body and it retails for about two hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars.
0: It is so choice. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Those Aston Martins are wicked. I was. That just seemed odd for him to be in the BMW. He was always in the early days. Was always the Aston Martin, and uh, I don't know why they got rid of it. And it's such a cool car.
1: I think BMW probably gave them a lot of cash. Probably. Yeah.
0: Probably, and and you know BMW sold a lot of those mm-hmm. Z, what are they, Z3s? I the think smaller, is the car.
1: little the li- less expensive yeah. ones, yeah.
0: Well, they debuted them, and they debuted that BMW motorcycle in that film and stuff like that, so I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand the way, but the Aston Martin, that was always his car of choice.
1: And it is again. Right on. Well, Nicole Kidman is moving on with her life after her divorce from Tom Cruise, and she and her sister, Antonia, have opened a nail boutique in their native Australia. What? It's a small group of family and friends working to create something original and fresh. So says Nicole to Sydney's Telegraph about the manicure parlor. She hopes to turn the shop and its Kidman line of nail care products into a global chain.
0: There you go. Now, I heard that the divorce papers have been filed.
1: Did you hear about that? Well, they're officially divorced. I guess you can do something where you're officially divorced and then you hash out all the details, which I think is what they're doing, yeah.
0: Well, it seems that there's a bit... uh, People beg to differ. Uh, Tom claims that they're two weeks short of the 10 years, and she claims that they're two weeks over the 10 years. She says,
1: otherwise I couldn't have gotten pregnant by him.
0: Oh, yeah, whatever. She's got evidence that she's... And, and that difference means half of everything he's got. Mm-hmm. That's uh, and some people say that he bailed uh, just short of the ten years to pro- you know to protect himself from that. Now she's got a hell of a lot of money.
1: She has way more than I'll ever
0: see. But one of the things she's saying is that she needs her children to be supported financially by him, and in a lifestyle that they're accustomed to. And she has suggested that uh, she may not be able to work like she used to because she injured her knee during Moulin Rouge. Did you know that?
1: Mm, no, but I, yes, I did know that. I knew that, but I didn't know that it was something that was going to be long-lasting.
0: Well, that's well, well. that's what she's saying. There, that's what her lawyers are saying. That there's a because she, the, it's a chronic problem, or it could be a chronic problem, and it may affect her career. And as a result, she needs to protect herself. What in the event she cannot work because of Renee and Tommy Boy's gotta pay. Oh he's gonna pay. <laughs> now she's a real catch, Sean. She's single and has money. Dude. Hey, now and, make your move. And now she and she could do my nails before all my shows.
1: <laughs>
10: <laughs> That's excellent. Bonus. I We're,
1: doubt that Nicole is in not. there giving pedicures Sean. I think a, she's just the money behind the project.
10: I think it's great though. It's good mother. you're clearly gay there's <laughs> nothing really oh because appeal. I like Nicole this. Kidman
3: what it <laughs> I mean, was you wanted to do your nails yeah. that's
10: not gay there's nothing gay about that you would you and, say
3: no yeah what the hell do I need my nails done for I'm a man
0: <laughs> hardly <laughs> Sean <laughs> All right. but he would buy some nipple rouge Sean <laughs> And you got something else in common. Your knees are killing you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hurt.
10: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, just months after being taken off television due to low ratings, Baywatch is heading back to the small screen. Fox will air a two-hour reunion movie during next February sweeps. They will have on it David Hasselhoff, Carmen Electra, Donna DeErico, Tracy Bingham, Yasmin Bleeth, and Gina Lee Nolan... They're still not committed with Pamela Anderson.
0: How can you have a reunion after two months of being on the air?
1: <laughs> People are dying to see it.
0: If you see a commercial, it's a series. I'm trying to think what commercial it is, but you see, that's the, you know, that's the odd thing when you see a great commercial, but you don't remember the product. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's that great a commercial, but it's the one, it's, they, don't, they have Bay Wash, but it's in... up. It's Green Bay Wash. Green Bay Wash. For Diet Dr.
1: Pepper. That's <laughs> funny And commercial. then they have the one Hudson River Dance. Have you seen that one Oh too? my God, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that same couple with that dorky guy. I wish I lived in Wisconsin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
0: I smell Tony. Uh, they're really good. I
1: hope they make more of those. I think they're, they're really, really funny. And then the wife just rolls her eyes at him.
0: <laughs> Such
1: a <laughs> moron.
0: And the way it comes on... On two, that Hudson River dance. First of all, what
1: the (laughs) hell is this?
4: These
0: fat guys in kilts dancing around there. And then they back off. Oh, it's awesome. They're really, really good commercials.
1: (laughs) Well, there is word, believe it or don't, because this is coming from the National Enquirer, that Julia Roberts has taken to dating a cameraman. He is said to be handsome, blonde Danny Motor, who is married. His wife is quoted as saying... I don't have the whole story. Julia has the whole story. Why don't you call Julia and ask her what she did?
0: Hello, I'm Mr. Red.
1: No comment from the Roberts camp.
0: What do what, what you say? I do I man. think that if she's
1: dating a married guy, it's going to bring her down, I think, a little bit in the eyes of the public.
0: It certainly would because she doesn't seem like... Mm-hmm. She seems pretty classy, you know, as a, as a rule. But not that kind of person so uh, i mean it's the inquirer you can't i i can't necessarily jump on anything no. they say yeah but you know what but maybe he enticed her you know just to fed her a couple of sugar cubes <laughs> and then woo, she's all over him. <laughs> carrot <laughs> it's a carrot baby i know more where that came from
1: well, Marlon Brando, who says some outlandish things and shows up on sets wearing outlandish things, says in a new biography, or not. he's quoted yes, or wearing nothing, that he wishes his father could be alive for, say, eight seconds because he wants to break his jaw, smash his face, face, and watch him spit out his teeth. Then he would like to rip off his ears and eat them in front of him. He also would like to separate his larynx from his body and shove it in his stomach.
0: So they had a good relationship. Apparently there were some troubles. I feel a I lot was... of love in this room. Oh, my God. At my worst, I never felt that bad about my father.
1: No way. <laughs> if you do. <laughs> I
0: wanted, wanted to drag him down the stairs, throw him out a window, sure, but but not blow him up. But nothing happened. are you not die? are going to pay. <laughs> I don't what think he it? could
1: do all of this in his condition anyway, Marlon Brando.
0: <laughs> the great Fatsby? I mean, really. Yeah. <laughs> Is lifting his arms, it could tear from his shoulders. My God. Uh, was there any explanation given?
1: No. Apparently, they didn't have a really great relationship. They didn't see eye to eye, so to speak.
0: Do you really need an explanation? No. Nah, you no. don't really.
1: Well, up on line at eBay for sale is Madonna's childhood home. This is in suburban Detroit and she lived there from sixth grade until she left for the University of Michigan. Her father and stepmother lived there until they sold it in July. Madonna supposedly would come stay there when her tours came through the area. It's a two story, twenty seven hundred square foot colonial. It sits on oh. a little over an acre. The bids open at $324,000, which is the actual value of the property on its last appraisal. As of last night, they had no bidders.
0: She wasn't poor? No, I don't think so. No, nah, that doesn't sound poor. Not at all. That sounds like a 2,700 square foot house. On what is that like? Eight trailers on our side?
4: Yes.
0: <laughs> an awful lot of trailers. <laughs> or four double wides. <laughs> You get the impression she was kind of like a a street urchin or something like that.
1: I think when she moved to New York, which she did when she was 19 or 20, she was pretty poor, out on her own,
0: posing naked and stuff. Who wasn't? Nick's poor out on his own. I'll bet (laughs) she had a speed pass, too. I'll bet you. I'll bet you, (laughs) Nick.
1: Well, she may not be a hero here at Dee Snyder Radio, but in France, Bjork is a national hero, and she was decorated with France's... National Order of Merit yesterday. It was pinned on her by the French education minister. He said it was a sign of friendship toward Bjork. She's hugely popular in France and kicked off her world tour in Paris just last weekend.
0: Uh, i just like to point out, for anybody who's impressed with that, so's Jerry Lewis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay? Yeah. All right.
0: All right, and I know some people would like to decorate her as well, but uh, it wasn't going to be with a medal, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> well, Jake Gillenhall is who is the star of the movie opening today called Bubble Boy. He says people who are complaining about the movie are missing the point. Protesters have spoken out saying the movie makes fun of people with immune deficiencies. But Hall plays the boy whose system is compromised and so fragile that he has to be protected by a bubble at all times. He says the movie makes his character look good because he's the hero. And is, says anyone who hurts the boy gets their share of bad karma in the end.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I I saw some kind of traction. It seemed like they're making fun of him. He gets hit by a bus <laughs> and bounces down the road. That seemed that seemed uh, okay to me. Mm-hmm. It Didn't seem like they're making fun of him or anything yeah. like that. It seems it's incredibly odd that Disney would go and and to make a movie like that. Mm-hmm. Not that we're not going to watch it <laughs> because I feel comfortable mm-hmm. laughing at anything, quite honestly. But at the same time, I, it, you know, for a Disney, it seems a tad insensitive. Mm-hmm. Now, wasn't John Travolta the original Boy in the Bubble?
1: On television, yeah.
0: On television? And he comes out of the
1: bubble and he does push-ups. It's very dramatic. He was better? No. He he was coming out of the bubble that he used to go around in, the outdoor bubble. And uh, I don't know. My memory is so bad except for stupid stuff like that. No, this. they
3: put him in like a hazmat type outfit.
1: And he was doing push-ups, remember? Right he over? had the
3: oxygen tank and he yeah. was doing push-ups to, to try to show off to his friends at school. And he started running
0: out of air. It was yeah. really... Really I
1: touching. know. Yeah, I was a little choked up too. Yeah, it
0: was a little touching story. Did you see the pictures of the original boy in the bubble? I don't think Did so. You? No, because they've, they've been showing him. His mom is one of the people who's mm-hmm. unhappy with it, and uh, it was really, it was really sad. I mean, there are people like that. Apparently, they don't they not live in bubbles anymore. People with those problems. No, that bubbles like an outmoded. Idea. I got the impression. I'm not 100 percent sure. I could be wrong. Anybody feel free to correct me. But I got the impression that the bubble it, now they don't need to do that anymore. They have certain, I guess, me- uh, medicines mm-hmm. or whatever to protect them or that they have to constantly take. I mean, I'm not, but I could be wrong. But I got the impression that there's no more bubble boys. Well, that's good. Other than our own Nick. <laughs> but that's an emotional bubble.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Prinze Jr. is in another new movie opening. That's the uh, baseball movie Summer Catch. And he also is the fiancé of Sarah Michelle Geller And he says he knows what it takes to make a relationship work being agreeable and willing to compromise he said as an example one time he was wearing jeans and sarah asked if i'd put on slacks and i said oh yeah it just takes two minutes he says when you're in a relationship you just want to make the other person happy and that makes you happier so it all works out wow well. you knew i liked Freddie prince jr
0: was your mo- look at that? I mean, this guy—he's he, just—he's just defined male-female relationships. Oh, Would God. you put on slacks? Okay. I'm somebody- <laughs> <laughs> I'll put on slacks. I, I saw him. He was. Um, I saw a little clip of him on TRL. Oh, I saw that too. And Sarah Michelle called in, and she somehow got through the phone lines. It wasn't planned. And the minute she said hi. Uh, and she didn't say who she was. He immediately recognized her voice. And she said, I just wanted to call up to, just to, to see how you're doing. And he said, you're going to make me cry. Oh, that's cute. He was all, he had to look away because he was getting all teary on. Freddy Exactly. Why
1: don't you guys like Freddie Prinze Jr.? I'm somebody's Jr.? bitch. No guys I like did. him.
2: I did. I liked
0: him. Up until yesterday, yeah,
2: I had no problems with them either until the guy started crying. Because cool. actually, he was,
0: and, and and besides, he's a liar, Ben. That's why I don't like him anymore. Because she didn't say, "Would you mind taking off those jeans and put on some slacks?" She said, "Would you mind taking off those jeans and put on my dress?" <laughs> 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 Since I'm wearing the slacks, bitch.
1: <laughs> well, what is Hugh Grant like in women? He says he likes bossy women. This is like you, Nick. You like bossy cool.
0: women, yeah. He's, no surprise.
1: He said he likes to be kept under the thumb and needs a bossy woman to take him in hand. He said he's glad to make let his girlfriend make most of the decisions apart from the very important ones. Said he's not ready to <laughs> settle. Th- yeah, right. He gives a lot, right? But whoa, 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 not something important. Said although he's not really ready to settle down and become a family man just yet.
0: Well, I don't care for the way he put it. I mean, it's the, the, the idea of a bossy woman or whatever being, you know, it, it, it definitely gives a submissive kind of thing. It, it gives an impression of submissiveness on his part. And I definitely picked that up. I mean, I definitely like Suzette to make a lot of the decisions on things, but it basically things I can't be bothered with. And then I appreciate somebody taking care of that because I'm very confused. <laughs> I need to focus on the few things I can keep on my mind at one time. But so, I mean, I, you know, dark side. Yeah. yeah, do you like Michelle to take, you know, take control of certain things in the household and what have you? And you, uh,
3: she's out of control. She doesn't <laughs> have any. She can't even make up her mind what she freaking wants for dinner. Really? Oh, totally, totally. It's like, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. It's up to you.
1: She's not that decisive. No,
3: she no. She's basically whatever I say. You know, I'm not saying I'm like the boss of the mm-hmm. household, but. She uh she definitely has a hard time making up her own mind. But about she things. seems
1: like she has strong opinions on things when she does make up yeah, her mind.
3: Yeah, when, when yeah. yeah, when she has her mind set on something, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. But uh on just like the basic day to day living type of stuff, no clue.
1: And that's why you've seen both Rod Stewart and Stevie Nicks in the past <laughs>
3: month. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> they
0: are going, what, no come whip, on. No
1: whip sound effect for yourself?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Michelle, it's not that tough. Spaghettios or mac and cheese? Spaghettios, mac and cheese. <laughs> Pick one, for God's sakes.
1: (laughs) Well, Quentin Tarantino's long-awaited new film, Kill Bill, about a woman who kills men who have wronged her is on hold while the director waits out the pregnancy of his chosen leading lady, Uma Thurman. Tarantino is denying rumors that he was looking to replace Thurman with Lucy Liu to avoid the delay. He says this is the ultimate revenge flick, and they will start in January. Uma? Uma.
0: It's not Uma. Mm.
1: I guess he likes Uma, especially since Pulp Fiction.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He Mm -hmm. is her in that. I'm not not a big Uma fan. No? No, no. You know, we've discussed this many times. Many people have said they find her to be very attractive and very sensual. And I'll say, well, I'll just hang out over there on that really short. Elizabeth Hurley line me and Nick will hang out Mm. (laughs) while you guys line up for Uma.
1: She's the face of Lancome right now. She's the face of
0: she should be the face of dog calm.
1: Come on, she's not that bad. <laughs> she has one of those faces. You're right that some people find really attractive, and some people. Ethan Hawke. It's not. Well, there are people who are universally attractive, Looks like, like Elizabeth Hurley or Christy Brinkley. I don't know anybody who said mm, Christy Brinkley. I don't think so. That right. kind of face. Yeah.
0: I'd rather do her husband. <laughs> oh, Ethan really Hawke's prettier.
1: That's a really strong opinion. <laughs> He doesn't like her.
0: I mean, if I was forced to at gunpoint.
1: Well, let me tell you quickly about Dick Clark. It's not hey, a difference Dick
0: Clark? between Uma Thurman and a shoe. <laughs> what? <No. laughs> I don't know if I can say this in the air. <laughs> say it. If you had to, you could eat the shoe. Yeah.
1: All right. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's Friday, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So Dick Clark, this is not the Dick Clark that you see <laughs> rocking every New Year's Eve. This is an edgier Dick Clark, where he'll talk about sex, love, and the pros and cons of breast implants from That's a man's perspective. <laughs> music.
4: he will speak his
1: mind on the upcoming syndicated show called The Other Half, described as sort of the view with men, with conversation aimed at women. It says most people in public life have a public persona and a private one, and over the years we've seen Dick Clark's public persona. Now on The Other Half, he expects the private Dick Clark who mixed it up with his public side. Look for that in syndication, September 10th.
0: Badass dick. Yeah. Badass. I don't know if he's the man for that job. <clears throat> the view. Men's view. I was actually, that was something that somebody was working on a while ago. With Bonaduce.
1: Uh, had, Remember? He actually approached me yeah.
0: to join in the fray. And I said, ah, I might consider it. But uh, nothing ever happened of it.
1: I think this might be the one with Bonaducci, This yeah, it is. Dick Clark one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dick and Danny?
1: Yeah, and so a couple other guys.
0: <sighs> yeah,
2: there are two other guys on there. But I, I don't Could see Could
1: have been you, D. I don't see Dick, it. Dick, Danny, time. D, and some wow. other guy.
0: Yeah, all the D's there. Now, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm happy here.
1: Thank you. Well, I'm this is done. a whole
0: different kind of view, Beth.
1: Yes, it's very, very different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm done.
0: Okay, you're done. I didn't hear those words. Okay, good. Taking a break. Coming back. You know what's next? I'll tell you what's next. What the hell is going on this weekend? Oh, man. And it it is action-packed. I mean, I haven't seen your guys' pile, but my pile's thick of stuff going on. I see Nick's got his little clippings over there. It's very excited! Look, he's yeah. like Mr. Burns. Ooh, i love my like Mr. Burns. <laughs> Ooh, I Ooh <laughs> where are my clippings, Sean? Where are my clippings? <laughs> Bring me my clippings. All right, so well. another Friday is upon us. What will you be doing, Smithers? Something gay, no doubt. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, stick around for that because that's always fun, right? Uh, this is D Steiner Radio. It is Radio 104.
1: It's
7: too far gone. WMRQ Waterbury Hartford. Are you offended. He has a name. You call him by his name. D Snyder Radio. Got it.
0: Transportation provided by Peter
1: Van There's there's something. Ray
7: D O One O Four. Got the message. Now back to D Snyder Radio. sick, impossible. Now you know the truth. D Snyder Radio <laughs> on Radio One O Four.
0: All right. Have you heard about the March of Dimes ride? Bikers for Babies, Zero to Hero in 60 seconds. Well, I'm the grand marshal of this uh, benefit for the Connecticut chapter of the March of Dimes, presented by Indian Motorcycle of Weathersfield, Connecticut. The ride is Sunday, September 9th, and we're going from the Middletown Elks Lodge to the Westbrook Elks Lodge. Our goal, to raise 50,000 bucks, and have a thousand bikers participate. Can you imagine, Beth? A thousand bikers.
1: Only yeah. really my wildest dreams, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> They'll be stopping
0: traffic to let us come through, and all for a great cause. The entry fee is twenty-five bucks for riders and passengers, and uh, riders will be eligible for incentive awards if they collect donations that exceed one hundred dollars. Bring your donations to the registration booth. By the way, the ride starts officially at 11 a.m. on Sunday the 9th. And I'll be leading the participants out for a 40-mile ride throughout the Connecticut River Valley to the Westbrook Elks Lodge. And uh, Marshall Dine supporters and riders are all invited to a Shoreline Barbecue after the ride. I guess it'll be down there at the Westbrook Elks Lodge to celebrate the ninth year of this charity event. There is a pre-event registration party on Saturday, September 8th from 4 to 7 p.m. at Hooters on the Berlin Turnpike in Weathersfield. Participants can pre-register uh, for the ride and pick up incentive awards with their donations. Enjoy food specials, music, raffles, chicks with little tops and shorts, and the company of fellow bikers at Hooters for the pre-registration party to benefit the March of Dimes. And uh, as I've, I said earlier, Faultline will be playing. They will not be playing on account There's really no stage. And uh, you need a stage for a show like Faultline. This is old school. You need some space. So you can always check out Faultline at 104 Fest. For more information, call 800-446-9255, extension 313, or log on to www.modimes, one word, modimes.org. Okay? And I got this letter here. Uh, it says, D, I uh, I heard about the ride of, for the March of Dimes, and I wanted to sponsor you. I really enjoy contributing to good causes. I'm a yearly sponsor of the United Way, and this ride is a great cause. And it is. That's why I'm doing it. Plus, it's you know, pretty cool ride and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I do not know anyone else who is riding, I figured I'd ask you if I could sponsor you. Um, what, how would I do that? That's a good question. Can people sponsor me, guys?
1: I don't see why not.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they could sponsor you where would they send their money or, or you know I this is from Corey from Bridgeport by the way I would Thank suggest Corey. they
1: call the March of Dimes yeah. and ask how they can send it and yeah, have sure. it put in your name
2: or even if they if they have the time that day they could just come down that uh, morning and say I'd like
0: to sponsor yeah. D. Snider and exactly. go right in that would be really helpful. I'm going to be there you know I'll be there getting there you know a little before 11 and you know rallying the troops and then leading people out on my fabulous Indian chief it is so choice God, I love that bike. Uh, well, Corey, why don't call 1-800-446-9255 uh, extension 313 and ask him how you would go about sponsoring him? because I would say send to the station but you remember what happened with Nick when we asked him to hold the money for a couple of bets we've had. He went and spent it which is just like incredibly heinous. So, uh, it was bad enough when it was for P- it was Pike's money. It's be another thing if it was some charity money that he spent. And then, Sean, you remember he tried to take money out of the Ronald McDonald house jar at uh, the McDonald's. Quite a track record, guys. Yeah, well... Great team I've got here.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, we only got 45 minutes left in the show, but... um, Remember that money that was collected for me at Strange Jam last mm -hmm. year in his little drawer? Well... It still um,
1: should be in the drawer, unless you'd sent it to your your son in Africa. Uh,
2: yeah, I think he disowned me. But um, <laughs> anyway, I went in there the other day because I really needed a bag of pretzels like at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I didn't have... Understandably. I didn't have change. I didn't have anything on me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's got to be a dollar in there somewhere. So I'm not going to lie. I went in there. And uh, there was like... How, how much money was in there, Beth?
1: There were... I would say they're what about 20 something dollars. Well, there's
2: We six have collected now. money what? This for it? what? There's like $6 in there now. Just dollar bills. And I promise I've I've taken $2 out of there for two bags of pretzels.
1: This is weird, No, I I will tell you what. I have taken no dollars. D, have you taken any dollars? No,
0: I wouldn't touch that so money. That so that's no on.
1: dollars from me, no dollars from D, and Nick is fessing up to $2. That leaves one dollar. Darkside Dave, who's admitting oh. taking a dollar. That's three dollars. We'll just say there was twenty, although I think there was more than twenty. Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> in so that should leave seventeen dollars. So okay. somebody has taken eleven. Well, first off,
10: you can call me gay. You can call me fat. Call me what you want. The one thing I am not is a thief.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you tried to steal from the
1: Ronald McDonald what? House.
10: Well, that's a little different. No, it's Dark Side. worse. Dark, no, Darkside was challenging me to steal from the Ronald McDonald House, and he was trying to help me do it. Watching you. <laughs> wallace
2: <laughs> yeah dark side too do i don't know about that no, so who sold money you know what i don't know well yeah. we're
0: gonna get to the bottom of this but it's not right now mm. okay we're not gonna get to the bottom of this now this is way you're right this is way too big
9: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this must be explored this cannot be yeah. you can't just oh, you know man. just casually mention that money that people donate it wasn't it for your your kids
1: fake son that he said he adopted <laughs> in africa
0: no somalia
1: Africa. <laughs> 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 well,
2: we're we'll gonna
0: discuss this uh, time. This is this is hannis, man. This is you guys. Are just I know, too this
2: much. My, No, you guys that was my money.
0: I no, know it's it dark side. I know dark side. What happened with that show? I've trial? got my own money. Yeah. I have
3: money, dude. I don't. I'm <laughs> not the one always
0: walking right, around dude, saying I need gas and I need here. cigarettes. We're not going to discussing this right now, okay? Uh, I do have just a couple of reactions to things. First of all, God smack. Uh, Frank Blattos from Long Island writes good interview with Godsmack. Uh Sully of course uh, really old, I'm really old school I didn't know a lot about these guys he seems like a cool guy during the interview you mentioned that in the day you had some issues with the band Man of War just curious was it something Ross the Boss may have said I was like the only person in high school listened to them They never got huge for a reason. No kidding. You know what, Frank? I'm going to save that story for another time if I haven't told it already because it's too long and very. But uh, no, it wasn't Ross the Boss. Uh, His letter says I want to let you know, D. Uh, What does it say? Oh, this is moving on to Psycho and Journey, by the way. Uh, It says uh, D and the gang must tell you that this morning song was the best I've laughed. That early in a long time. That excrement was hilarious. Can I get an okay faggot? What's next? Keep up the good work, guys. Love the Jeep Day. Psychopathic J. Okay, of course, ta- faggot. What's next? Talking about us harassing poor Psycho Dan with uh, Journey Song. And Grizzly, Ad- Mrs. Grizzly Adams Adam says, I got a kick out of Psycho's reaction to STP being replaced with Dave Matthews later in the day. Wilkow played Hollywood Bitch without any trouble what well, seems to be the problem there somebody observed that we like all have our Achilles heel not sure what they all are and yours and mine but so far Nick's is anything about Troy Aikman yeah he, definitely he like, loses it Dark Side Guns N' Roses mm-hmm. and uh, Psycho Dan is Stone Temple Pilots and he gets like crazy crazy it's a freaking song I mean I I don't know I'm not sure what mine is yet but I did you think about mine and yours uh, we'll we'll work on that. All right, time for what the hell is going on this weekend? So we tell you all the fabulous things there are to do. As the weekend approaches, so many of us sit there scratching our heads, going, "What?" Well, as far as I'm concerned, in the world, the family stuff there's plenty going on. Beth, but first we always like to get to the movies. Let me tell you, a what's lot happening. of movies coming out this weekend.
1: Yeah, a few of note. Uh, first of all, gosh, I don't know what would be the, the biggest one opening. I guess maybe uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back.
0: The truth, Beth, is that this week is considered the dumping grounds oh. of the movie industry. Okay, is where they basically put out everything that isn't also ran, and they don't really expect great business from. And all these movies that are coming out are all in that category. All right,
1: well, this one, we spoke with Shannon Elizabeth earlier, and uh, this is the brainchild of Kevin Smith, who's done Clerks and Mallrats and other films that you'll know. Has a million cameos. Matt Damon shows up, Wes Craven, Ben Affleck, Shannon Doherty, Carrie Fisher, Chris Rock, John Stewart, Alanis Morissette, Judd Nelson, James Vanderbeek, tons of people in this
0: movie. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty inside. It's two characters that appeared in all of his other mm-hmm. films, and so sort of they finally get their own movie, and everybody who's worked with him comes in to, comes there, and, you know, I mean, I know that I'll probably wind up seeing it, and probably a lot of people enjoy it, but I understand a lot of the humor is inside. I saw this one clip where Ben Affleck is talking about the movie they're going to make about Jay and Silent Bob. And he says, "And this is who's playing us? He says, I'll oh, probably get Ben Affleck and that other guy, because, you know, they do all those movies. Mm-hmm. You know, he makes like, it's kind of a goof, but what else is playing?
1: Also, John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. I don't know anything about this. I did look it up before, and I had a couple of reviews. I got two thumbs up from uh, Ebert and the other guy who's with him. And, really? Yeah, although the article in The Current said, it's so bad that the jeering from the audience made it better.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's some space horror movie, yeah. which I'll probably watch.
1: <laughs> also opening with Freddie Prinze Jr., a summer catch about the Cape Cod Baseball League and a romance that happens up there between a f- girl who comes to town and, and Freddie Prince Jr.
0: We got a guy in there that I really like, Matthew Lillard. Mm-hmm. He was a guy in Scream 1 who played one of the killers, a kind of goofy kid. I think I know who he is, yeah. It's really sort of animated and goofy. I always like the stuff that he's in. He's in hmm. there.
1: And one that I'm definitely going to see is the new Woody Allen movie, The Curse of the Jade Scorpion, which has Woody, Dan, Aykroyd, Helen Hunt, and Charlize Theron, among
0: others. It kills me. Is Woody... It's a romantic comedy?
1: S- sort of. I guess it's a comedy about a jewel heist. It's set back in the 40s and... There's some sort of triangle going on between Helen Hunt and Woody and uh, Charlize Theron.
0: Boring, boring. Nobody wants to point out this guy is like older than dirt. He's
1: got a young, attractive <laughs> wife. In real I life.
0: know, but come on. I know. <laughs> Who's buying? Suspend it? your disbelief. To crap it. I actually oh saw
1: him God. saying that he thinks there are many actors who could have played this role better than he can. So he agrees with you, D.
0: <laughs> no kidding. And and Bubble Boy, you talked about. Oh, and Bubble earlier. Boy,
1: right? Bubble Boy also opening.
0: Big cast. Very exciting. People will be piling out to the movies. Well, I got things for the family to do. Uh, we got... Listen, I'm, I'm picking all the things here. I'll run through them. A lot of things, actually. Kids Family Bike Ride. starting at the Airline South Trail in Colchester, Saturday 10 a.m. It's 4 to 6 Easy Miles. Sponsored by the Connecticut New England Mountain Bike Association. It's Farm Day at Nomkyag. Nomkyag? in Stockbridge, Mass., from 1 to 5 p.m., Horse-drawn wagons, ice cream social, children's activities, things like that. 40th Annual Paper Mania Plus <laughs> happening in Hartford Civic Center. Antique Paper... Ex- What's this doing on here?
1: I don't Cost know. It's, I had it on my list.
0: Well, you tell Save more it about Save it for me. It. Yeah, I, know, I just, just got on there with a mistake. Um, 2001... A Corn Odyssey. <laughs> now, I know that sounds really screwed up, but it's got two miles of winding, winding paths in a living, growing cornfield. My kids like to play Children of the Corn. <laughs> it's a real blast. <laughs> Plus, all sorts of free hay rides and stuff like that. That's happening in Middletown, Connecticut, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And also, another mi- and, and minor farm in North Stonington, Connecticut, Skemitson 2001. 2000- Puss that out. <laughs> yes, you read that. I don't know what it is. In Enfield, you can say hi to Sean, because he'll be there at Carson's Farm Petting Zoo from 1 <laughs> to 4 p.m. Are you being petted? chickens, goats, and horses. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of the pigs on display. <laughs> and uh, Sky Kings over Westfield, Massachusetts, the 104th Fighter Wing hosts the Westfield International Air Show. Oh, that's neat. Those are always really yeah. fun. Concerts in the area, of course. The Voices of Metal. Mm -hmm. happening tonight in Wallingford, Connecticut at the Oakdale Theater. It's Vince Neil, Rat, Slaughter, and Vixen. Showtime, 7.30. Sunday, the Almond Brothers Band's playing the ctnow.com. You guys got to compare notes.
1: He's not into the Almond Brothers. Is Brothers?
0: Damn. Yeah. Scribble, 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 scribble. (laughs) Uh, That's at 7.30. And on the car show front, that is my bag, baby. 16th annual Chrysler Convention car show and swap meet. In Vernon, Connecticut at the Quality Inn and Conference Center Saturday and Sunday. 13th annual car show at on Research Drive in Shelton, Connecticut, Sunday 10 to 5. Uh, and 11th annual Shriners Bike Show and Poker, I guess it's a poker run, Morgan at Morgan Road in West, Spring, West Springfield, Mass. Sunday 11 to 5, <laughs> Shriners Clowns will be there. I
1: love those little cars. That's, the, that's <laughs> when they drive around those little cars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they're gonna have a bike show and what have you. For them.
1: <laughs> uh
0: and you could benefit the Shri- this is a benefit for Shriners Hospital for crippled children. Beth, what do you got?
1: Let's see what I've got left. Well I want to tell left. you a little bit of sports in New Haven, the pen, Pilot Pen continues, and it's, it's really a big deal this year. Jennifer Capriati is there and Venus Williams. She plays Justine Hennon in a good rematch. That should happen later today. And you can check that out this weekend as it wraps up. And then down on Long Island, they are having the Hamlet Cup. This is a men's tournament. They have pe- big names here, Pete Sampras, Tom, Tomas Enfist, and Janis uh, Bjorkman, to name a few. That's happening down there on Long Island. That's in um, Comac, right, Dee?
0: Yes, that is the pilot. Yeah, somebody wrote in and wanted a recommendation on a restaurant, but they wanted something sort of fun and a theme. I had nothing fun. I know some good Italian restaurants, Caravellas in Hicksville. It's fabulous.
1: Fortieth. Paper Mania Plus show. This is happening at the Civic Center. I'll tell you what it is. It sort of features displays of paper products used in advertising and also for collectors. And here's an interesting note that's happening. They have also on display, not those (laughs) kind of papers,
4: papers.
1: (laughs) Houdini's chains, leg irons, and straight jacket. Interesting. I don't know why. Hey, why not check it out? And it's Skemitsin and it's the annual festival of Green Corn and dancey, is what it is, happening at Minor Farm in Stonington. The Pequots put this on every year. They have since they opened the casino down there, and they have tribes from all over the country that come in. I went to it the first time they had it. I was actually covering it for a news story. I haven't been since, but they have dance competitions and singing competitions, and they celebrate all things Native American. So I think that'd be fun for people to experience and also for families. Skemitsin. That's what I've got.
0: Okay, let's take a break. Come back, we'll get to Sean Darksides and Nick's more. What the hell's going on this weekend? And you know what? Some people actually do. You do the things that Nick suggests. <laughs> I got a letter to that. To that, uh, and I'll read when we get back with more D Snyder Radio. This is Radio One Hundred Four.
7: D Snyder Radio. Zip zip. I'm there. on Radio One Hundred Four. We have a very special guest for you tonight. Now back to D Snyder Radio enjoy this and so stick around
0: on Radio 104. <laughs> I remember I said you before that one of our listeners observed our, our, our weaknesses mm-hmm. our Achilles heels? That was Frank Blatos from Long Island. The one who pointed out Nick and Darkseid and, uh, and Psycho's weaknesses. Um, and thanks for the heads up from uh, Prophet Ronan no, Michael, a.k.a. Ronan. And uh, Doc B let me know that Godsmack did some sort of 80s medley, and they started with, we're not going to take it, and apparently the place went nuts. That's what they should. Uh, my peeps. And this last letter I just want to read before we get back into what the hell's going on this week. I says, D, this is Glow from Berlin. I want to say how much I always like nicks what the hell are you going to do this weekend stuff it's cute and i'm sure more than once it has been helpful last week he was shutting him up rushing him mean uh along which we're only doing because we're running out of time that's why we, for the show like today when he came out with and if you want uh, and if you want to donate a car call and he laid out the number what do you know i've been meaning to donate my car for a year now but never knew where to call and always was putting off looking so uh, just just because you don't think his ads fall under what are you going to do this weekend is still very helpful and entertaining to some. That's glow from Berlin. see that? Cool. So Nick, your your stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, I guess some other people have written and said they've used some of your stuff. Your restaurant things and stuff like that, yeah. so people are looking forward to what you have to offer. But let's get back into thick of Things. What the hell's going on this weekend? Let's start off with Sean the Perv. What's going on, Sean?
10: All right, well, first off, I'm going to give uh, a plug to my arch nemesis, Psycho. He's going to be at Frankie's Upper Deck in Westbrook from 9 to midnight tonight. He's going to be giving away a $200 pair of cross trainer skates, $100 gift certificate from the surf shop. He's going to have 104 fest tickets, so it's going to be a big deal down there. Wow. Cool. Tomorrow cool. Tomorrow night, Fault Line hits the stage again. Um, it's kind of a warm-up for the 104 Fest. It's uh, going to be at Mickey Finn's in Summers, Connecticut. We're going to do three sets tomorrow night. Start at uh, 10 p.m. It is, We're not going to go with the pyro tomorrow. Um, all of a sudden No, we're not going to go with the pyro This is a really small bar We tried to bring it in last time And we were basically threatened How about
0: some sparklers?
1: Kind of with a lawsuit
0: (laughs) if we did (laughs) One sparkler for the big finish Yeah, maybe a sparkler Maybe, maybe How about those things that you throw on the ground and they pop?
10: Oh, oh, I like those. <laughs> That's a good idea.
0: Um, snappers. Snappers. The,
10: but I'll be in my full, uh, I'm going back to the glam. I'm going to be full glam tomorrow. Oh, good. I've got all new nail polish and makeup, so, so I'm looking forward to that. A lot of sparkly stuff. Um D, I wanted to hip some of the listeners to hey, some websites. Gay to me. I to hit the listeners some websites that I'll be checking out this weekend. Uh, maybe check them out with me. There's uh, www.likemynudephoto.com. You get free, free pictures of uh, nude girls and stuff. Um, www uh, beth hit us to this earlier was so would you do me.com which is pretty cool and then xxxnudies.com, which they have fetishes, lesbians and amateurs, all kind all kinds of free pictures. A um, couple other things, finally at the Electric Blue this weekend, um, they're having their big midsummer bash and they're going to have oh, about 25 anywhere from 25 to 30 different dancers during the weekend. Beautiful dancers are going to be there at the Electric Blue in Tallinn. And then finally D the, the horny nasty dirty filthy housewives that want you they're going to um, they're having a very special this weekend and it's only $1.99 per minute and this is uh, very Puma. unheard of for these for these lovely ladies for Puma. people who are
1: as filthy and dirty as they are
10: yeah the horny nasty dirty filthy housewives that want you
1: 2 bucks a minute
10: yeah. Sounds it's like only- a
0: warrant record. Yeah.
10: <laughs> <laughs> but there but a dollar ninety nine per minute, that's unheard of. And it's one-eight hundred-three nine 9433 If you're interested in giving them a
0: call. I know cool. I will okay. be. Okay. So he's staying in, looking at the computer and calling the phone. Well, gotta, sex line for the weekend. It's a I, party. I got a rest this weekend, D. I got a you know, a couple big shows, important shows coming up. I got it. I'm sure Dark Side Dave has something going on in the outside world. Yeah, I got some pretty hip stuff going on. Starting off with
3: tonight, Gallagher. He's going to be at Foxwoods Casino.
0: Bring uh, your raincoat.
3: 9 p.m. Yeah, if you got the first couple of rows, bring a raincoat.
0: Is it the real Gallagher or is it one
3: of his brothers? Just says Gallagher.
1: I think he says the real deal then. Yeah. They've got a
3: few
0: Gallagher's out there though.
3: Um, Stafford Motor Speedway tonight, Roy Hull, the number 79 car. Go Roy! Four car, tearing up the track. The Chester Fair is going on this weekend, oh. agricultural fair with livestock and animal shows, tractor pulls, arts and crafts, and lots of food, Sean.
1: I love Chester. I'm sure that'll be nice. <laughs> yeah, it's going
3: to be a good time. And what?
1: Just... pigs
2: and stuff. You don't want to be eating around
3: like pigs and cows and goats and... Okay. You know, screaming right. kids.
2: You'll
1: get your chance.
3: Also, 17th annual hot air, hot air balloon rally. Make sure you uh, check out the Mr. Lentino balloon. Fireworks, arts and crafts, oh. pony rides, car show. The whole nine oh. yards going to be going on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. is your dad sponsoring a balloon? Oh yeah, Dude, sure. Is, yeah. Dude, if That's your dad funny. blows right. out his nose, the
3: 25th, he shoots the up to the 25th 26th, Long Island Sound. Oh <laughs> <laughs> God!
4: How infantile is this getting <laughs> now? The
3: 25th. The twenty-six Long Island Sound, the greatest bluefish tournament on earth. Ooh. That's what it's being championed as. Uh, over 5,000 fishermen will be participating, over $45,000 in prizes and stuff. Entry fee uh, yes, there is an entry fee if you want to fish, but if you want to go just check it out as a spectator, absolutely free. Uh, somebody already mentioned the Allman Brothers band. And uh, I'll finish up with a couple websites that you can check out this weekend not.com. always a classic. classic. How many would it take.com? Mm-hmm. ShotgunNews.com. They'll give you all the info on any kind of uh, gun-related uh, things that you want to go to there. RateMyRack.com. Always a great one. I found a new one called WhiteTrash.com, which is really pretty smooth. They got like all bikes and motorcycles and, and yeah, good stuff nice. right there. And of course, WaveHounds.com to uh, throw steaming red-hot piles flaming of crap. Yeah, flaming, yeah, piles, piles, piles of crap, of crap at man.
0: Yeah, it is, it's WaveHounds.com. Somebody's already put a website where you can throw. Uh, poop at D Snyder in honor of the VH1 story I told. Uh, don't try it in real life though. Well, last but not least, Nicholas. Yeah. You've got your followers. You've got people who are, are very uh, riveted, just waiting for your next syllable. Yeah, the, there's
2: there's going to be a huge weekend. I don't know how we're going to fit it all in. Uh, first tonight. I'll be at the Brickyard uh, in downtown Hartford, 10 to midnight, uh, with Coors Light and Radio 104. It's always a good night. Come up and see me. I'm on the third floor, and I'm on the second floor with Polly as well. So, yeah, sometimes like you know, I get that dancing thing going on. Remember I told you cool. those girls girls dragged me out mm-hmm. to the dance floor. So sometimes I hang by Polly's bar and kind of look down on the dance floor and like pick out a few checks, you know, and then I get Dude, in the middle and start dancing. You
0: got it. You could do this. You gotta go to the Voices of Metal. Yeah. Catch Rat. Yeah. And then you, I think you'll make it yeah, there Ty. I
1: think you will too.
0: Just so? catch Rat. You yeah. won't be able to see Vince. Right. Yeah, Vince will hit the stage about 9. All right. You know, or 9.30 I think Rat will be on like 8.30 I would love to see Rat. All I, right. mean, I mean, even he'll say the whole set just so you can see Wanted Man. Yeah. How fired up will you be coming into the brickyard after you just saw Piercy? Oh yeah, seeing Wanted Man. Have you ever seen Rat live? I've never seen Rat. No. You've never seen Piercy the magic? No. no.
2: The <laughs> see, magic of Stephen Piercy? Yeah. If I see Rat, I'll make it. F- after I leave, I'll make it from Wallingford to Hartford in like five minutes. I'll be going like a
0: hundred twenty. You will be a, a wanted man. Yeah, back to yeah. Seriously, I'm serious. I'm serious. I think you got to see Rat. I know. Damn. I mean, he may right. be dead next year. I know.
4: Yeah. <laughs> see him while you can. <laughs> F- yeah.
2: So both those things going on tonight. But D, the, uh, the Summer Band Blast, I don't know if you heard about it, but it's happening at the Troutbrook Brewery, and uh, Sunday, August 26th, the McDonald's Teague Band is going to be there. You don't want to miss then. Followed by Velvet Jones. And then <laughs> <laughs> after that to finish up Jones, night, didn't he have a book on how to be I, a home? I know. <laughs> uh, That's what I thought. He's playing. And then uh, sold out. Bitch ugly. S-U-L-E-D. Sold out. Velvet. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What is this? Um, that's happening at the Chopra Brewery okay. $3 cover going And uh, have a good time At the Summer Band bla- Blast Don't miss Velvet Jones uh, Well, he's back uh, Dr. William Fafman <laughs> He wants to give you Comprehensive exams X-rays and consultations He makes people smile And he's right in Glastonbury, Connecticut He's back <laughs> yeah, he's What does back. he
4: do? He's, he's, he's a, a dentist in, He's a dentist <laughs> Oh, it's my weekend I'm going to go to
2: the dentist <laughs> uh, But you don't want Miss this? Uh, this is at Black Eyed Sally's. They got Barbecue Blues. They got Little Brian and the Zydeco Travelers, and uh, they got the Cal David Band all this weekend. Uh, call 278 Ribs for more information. You don't want to miss That's the Zydeco. That's a real thing. Yeah, Travelers, it's yeah. a big band. Um, the Dynasty Nightclub. Friday night, Latin night, no cover. You want to make sure you get down there. Uh, You get a free drink, free well drink with the ad and the advocate. So make sure you go to Dynasty down in Middletown. It is Latin night. And uh, it's open. And all races are welcome. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Of course. Ooh. Um med science instructors performers wanted for fun, <laughs> exciting, science-based after school classes <laughs> and birthday parties, experience with groups of children and a car required. You, you can call, call wanted? You could call <laughs> well no I mean Yes. yes. Is that where you wanted. <laughs> Ooh. The Billiard Club with Balls. Make sure you get down there. It's Bumpers Billiards Club in Talcott. No, that's in Vernon on Talcott Road. And you want to check there. $1 for domestic drafts, $3 for frozen drinks, and food specials. It's the Billiard Club with Balls. I'm excited dude. Yeah, you want to get down there. Um, uh, Murray Seafood Grills looking for a wait staff. Come and join our team. <laughs>
4: no.
1: I
2: know
0: I where that it. is. That's
1: right next? next to Milano's neck. Oh, is it?
0: Yeah. Okay,
2: you could go down there. That's uh, Get your hair cut and it. apply yeah. for a job. Oh, I don't know how you missed this, D. Sean was screwing up. Uh, Grace Farms. Come for family fun. Pick your own apples, peaches, plums, 49 cents a pound. Ooh. Yeah, you want to make sure you go... I don't know where that is. It's Grace Farms, though. But if
1: anybody does, head on over.
2: And uh, just two more things left. Well, if you're into Buffalo Nickels, this place has got them. (laughs) Uh, The the new U.S. mint release causes fever for historic classic (laughs) um, Buffalo Nickels. And you could get 20 Buffalo Nickels for only $19.95. Forty Buffalo nickels for thirty-nine ninety-five. A full roll, hundred Buffalo nickels for only eighty bucks. Use your credit card. Call toll-free, toll-free, twenty-four hours a day. That's Buffalo nickels.
0: Well, I know what I'm doing this
2: weekend. <laughs> And last, last but not least, D, uh, the Christ Church Cathedral is holding <laughs> auditions for uh, boys' choir and girls' choir, offers musical education for children in grades 3 through 12, choir pay based on attendance and experience to schedule audition call 860-527-7231 extension 112 that's audition for boys choir and girls choir at the Christ Church Cathedral it's
0: Christ Church I believe you said correct yeah Christ Church Cathedral I highly recommend choral singing (laughs) yeah that's true
2: oh oh wait a second I had one more oh. here. Thank you. Uh, no, no, D, there's a car. Go. No, there's a car Miss, show. No, I have one more. No, left. uh, there's a car show that Sean missed. It's happening in Manchester. It's uh classic Cadillacs. And D, let's say this. Uh Fault Lines, uh, Fault Line's actually gonna play this weekend. Uh, there's gonna be a beer garden there, the get what girls <laughs> are gonna be there, and uh that's in Manchester. Uh Dark Side Dad's gonna be heading over there in the car show. All right, we gotta go. So, uh,
3: he's down. Oh all, right, all right.
0: That's what the hell's going on this weekend for this week. Uh of course tune in every Friday for what the hell's going on this weekend. Uh, all right. What do we learn today is next? The week is over. Weekend is upon us, Beth. you have to get get going. You got a lot going on. Call now at 860 666 4444 You've been tested today, Beth. You've been tested. <laughs> I feel like I'm yeah. battle today. You I need a shower imagine. after this.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, so, give us a call now. Tell us what you learned. And in your prize pack, which includes the T-shirt and the autographed photo and the euro, we'll also include the Twisted Forever tribute album to my old band, Twisted Sister. There are Sixteen bands on there, like Litton, Seven, Dustin, and Motorhead, and, and oh, Anthrax, Twisted's on there, what have you. I'll throw one of those in. It's autographed. It don't mean nothing. Call now. What we learned today is next. It's Steve Snyder Radio. It's Radio One Hundred and Four.
5: You'll make it yours as well. Call D now.
7: 666 4444. That's the whole idea. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're off to a good start. On Radio 104. (laughs)
0: Get it on. Weekend is upon us people. We cannot wait. So Dark Side, if we got any sponsors? Yes, hey, we mommy. do. Name on me.
3: Brought to you by The Spy Shop, camera systems, nanny cams, military patches, t-shirts, security systems, and more. The Spy Shop, true through technology. Call 860-628-2075. Also brought to you by Planned Parenthood of Connecticut. Call 800-230-PLAN. Visit them on the web at www.ppct.org. Or check out the booth at the Radio 104 Fest. And also brought to you by Ricardo's Music Center, East Hartford, West Hartford, East Windsor. And now in the shops at 30 Plaza in Vernon.
0: Everybody sing. we Learn what we learned today. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. Okay, Rich from Hamden, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Hey, man, what did you learn today?
6: Well, I learned today that uh, Sean has a really big decision to make for uh, tonight whether to go to Voices of Metal as John's date or after the moon child behind the music, Rent Yentel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, well done, Rich. <laughs> Good. Yes, referring to—I think it was—which uh, guy was it in your band that uh, masturbated to gentle? Oh, that was Nads. Nads. Yeah, that kind of re- things got really weird after that. Yeah, <laughs> like they um, weren't weird before that. No kidding. So, Beth, what did you learn today?
1: Well, I learned sort of something similar. It's the same old story with Ollie's behind the music's boys form band and has inner turmoil and. Boys break up the band. Sad, sad story.
0: Yes, it is. The story always is the same. Mm-hmm. And once so close, they were once such good friends. It was once such a bond, and now, no longer. Ah, sad but true. Let's go. Hey, look who's on the phone. It's Brad Griswold Clark's brother. Hey. Brad, good morning. I'm good, man. What'd you learn today,
6: Brad? Well, today I learned thanks to our wonderful Nick Lentino, I can this weekend I can go to the dentist. I can be a mad scientist, I can start a nickel collection, and if all else fails, I can at least see Sean at the petting zoo.
0: (laughs) Well, that was mine, actually. I was the one with the petting zoo. All right, Brad, that'll save you an email. Uh, At least save you an email. Darkside Dave. Uh -uh.
3: What did you learn, man? Well, I learned that um, Marlon Brando is actually a pretty bitter old man. Mm, Very wanting his uh, wanting his rip off his dad's ears and eat him and stuff. He said
0: he liked him just to be alive for like a minute, so he could like rip out his larynx and stick it in his stomach. He had a whole bunch of complaints. Got some anger, hate-filled. Pretty bitter, hate-filled. Let me talk to uh, Scott from Vernon.
5: Good
0: morning. See? Hey, man. What's going on, buddy? Hey, How you doing?
5: Not too much, man. All right. I learned that Sean has two reasons to get with Nicole Kidman now. Not only do they both have sore knees, but they both have a liking for the
0: manicure. See that? See that? That's right. Right on. There's nothing right to be ashamed on. of. Right on. You got the manicure going on. Nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Men get manicures, Dark side.
3: I, nobody I know.
0: <laughs> no, of course not. Don't got that extra. You have a few extra dollars. Few extra dollars to get a manicure, and I want him to look nice. That's <laughs> right. Johnny Electric might even get a manicure before the no, wedding. No, I doubt it. No, is that that kind of guy? No, wouldn't clean him up.
1: No, they they're very nice and neat and clean, but it's at home maintenance. He doesn't go to the
0: salon. Oh, okay, I've never gone myself. Used to do my own nails every night. Okay, hey Nick, hey Nick, what's up? Yeah, a huge night they You thinking tonight. of doing it? You Oof. thinking of doing it? Yeah, I was just talking to
2: Sean about it. I think we might take a drive down. You've got to. to just catch that
0: one song, you'll be stoked. Uh, yeah. I mean, they used to do it, the lights, the, the emergency lights would go on. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old school, man. Yeah,
2: that's badass. Uh, well, I learned today that the uh, and Dark Side have um, gotten an, an Italian man... Pretty angry. Uh, I haven't talked to him, but I could feel his anger from here. And, uh, you know, I next time you see my dad, I would be wearing a spare T-shirt. Dark said I wouldn't have your regular hemp T-shirt on or dress anything like that. Yeah, dress layers. in layers. They tear easy. Dress in layers. So, uh, yeah, wash out, boys. I mean, I'm not going to say anything. I don't need
0: to defend them, you know. You can defend I himself. think okay. rather than wear a tearaway shirt, I'm just going to keep a sandwich in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's> Rome, <laughs> so Rome. to divert them. they look, food! Yeah. Throw it over there and he'll go scurrying over and I'll take off. Scurry. Man. You guys are screwed. Fuel
1: to the fire, right, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuel to soft. the fire. Yeah. Scurry.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> They're digging
1: their own graves. <laughs> I know. Just keep talking, Dark Side. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I learned that there's some pretty shrewd cameraman uh, on a movie set out there because he's getting some off of Julia Roberts. He's smart enough to carry around a couple carrots and some sugar cubes, (laughs) and uh, because you know she's—he's apparently, I mean, if you believe the gossip columns uh, in the Inquirer of all columns, he's married, and she doesn't seem the type to go after a married guy, but she can't resist the lure of a cube of sugar. She cannot. She cannot. (laughs)
1: She can't be held responsible.
0: I also learned that my old buddy, Vince Neal, you know, he felt bad that he missed the interview yesterday. But we didn't even promote it because I I, I didn't think he was going to make it. He's a, you know, he's Vince. Plus, he's a rocker. It was day of show. Didn't see it happening. Anyways, but enough of that. Read him and weep. Sean, what do we got? Alright, Rich from Hamden
10: learned that I have some choices to make this weekend. Voices of Metal versus Masturbate to Yentl. Clark's brother learned that from Nick. This that this weekend he can either go to the dentist, become a mad scientist, buy Buffalo nickels, or he can always come and pet me at the petting zoo. And finally, Scott from Vern learned that I have two things in common now. you for
4: three!
1: Yeah.
10: Thanks, Psycho Dan. Number one, I have sore knees. We both have sore knees, and we both have a liking for the manicure.
1: Oh, I don't even know which one to pick.
0: I, I also learned that uh, Psycho Dan has a very high, cackly, crazed laugh. I he was probably know. in tears.
1: He's like a hyena.
0: I, I never saw him even crack, I'm barely a crack a smile. <laughs> the Darkseid had him going with a few hand gestures. <laughs> hmm, what are we going to pick here? Hmm.
1: Well, Sean, since you're the butt of the jokes. <laughs>
0: Nobody. <laughs> Nobody
10: wins. Somebody has to win. All right, the least of all, I don't
0: know. (laughs) Probably go for Rich from Hamden. Okay, we'll let it be since you got crucified. Rich, (laughs) you're the man. All right. You got it, my friend. Uh, You got the prize pack, you got the tribute CD, and the picture, and everything else. So hold on a second. We'll get your info. All right, Rich? All right, hold on. Scott and Brad, well played. (coughs) And keep listening, all right? Gotta go. Hell out of here. It's the weekend. So excited. I know you people still have to work, but we've been here for a long time. I've been up since four this morning. Okay, uh, thank you, Shannon Elizabeth, for calling in, promoting her new movie, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Backs, which and American Pie 2, which opened up. Well, American Pie 2 is open. Jay and Silent Bob opens tonight. Also, Sully from Godsmack. Thank you for its view as well. All this weekend, be sure to uh, stick with Radio 104. You can win tickets to see Tool perform at the Hartford Civic Center on October 22nd. And when you win the tickets to see Tool, you'll also receive a pair of tickets to Radio 104 Fest at the Meadows on September 3rd. (laughs) Tool tickets, by the way, go on sale tomorrow at all Ticketmaster locations. Next week on D. Snyder Radio. Uh, we got D's night Radio Family Feud. Be sure to check out the peeps poll at Radio104.com and answer this week's survey questions. Hypothetically, Sean went down to Long Island to the in-store with Twisted Sister and interviewed some SMFs and uh, got a little investigative report on that. Sagan Zivas, shame of the city. Mudbow is headed home with his last stop for On the Road, which is quite exciting. And remember every Saturday, Dark Side Day from 6 to 10 a.m. hosts... D. Snyder Radio Encore, the best of D. Snyder Radio of the past week. And don't beat them up too bad if some things are old and repeated. We've been having problems with the equipment lately. And tomorrow night at 11 p.m., every Saturday night, it's D. Snyder's House of Hair on Radio 104. If it ain't metal, baby, it's crap. You know that. And I think I got everything covered that I need to cover.
1: You're on TV tonight. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: VH1 Rock Show. Midnight. Me and the other guys at Twist Sister host the rock show. It's old and new school metal, and we had fun with it, so you might want to check that out. Also, don't forget, if you want to throw poo at Dee Snyder, go to wavehounds, w-a-v-hounds.com, and they got a little game on there inspired from my story about the shite on the VH1 special. Well, Beth, we're outie. Yeah. Yes, another fine week of broadcasting. Ah, I always feel good after a week and I hit the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Minnesota. That's fine. Nick, I'll bring you back some hay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you bright and early on Monday. It's D-Signer Radio. Will Cow's next. It's Radio 104.